That's what makes it double. That's what makes it extra. The double, yeah. yeah. Glad we caught that early. We don't got the one headphone today. Yeah, but we're not gonna need it. Yeah, I mean, because for myself, looking for the love, for the light, still water runs deep, and I'm about to dive in it. No, I gotta die in it, cause it's more to behold on this road made of gold, the journey of the soul. The goal is to grow, balance highs with the lows, can't lighten up your load if you never let it go. If you never even sure how you ever gonna see, footprints in the sand got me like a gentle breeze. Gale force, wind, sleet, hell, snow within, body froze, heart cold, thinking I'ma never win. Till one day I met a friend, stuck closer than a brother, seen a king, took his wing. Lifted up and took me under eyes wide, heart line A mind full of wonder, I was searching for the truth It was standing right in front of me the whole time He got me to my destination I was so blind, now I'm at the goal line Of my own emancipation Watch my soul fly, telling you no lie This artwork that I'm creating Is hard work and dedication, self-renovation And it's all for truth Everything I do for me and you, it's all for truth. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. I went from a prison hole to a lifestyle that come with fishing boats. Shipping dope, all I knew is hitting licks and switching clothes. All I got is finish moves. Scissor kick a nigga dope. Niggas thought my chips was low. Whole time my wrist was broke. Lyrics cold, spirit bold. Physically, I'm liquid gold. Him and dope a bit like CEO Auntie at the liquor store. These niggas know. Baller get a strike like when the picture closed. Pick a quote. We can see which rapper got the bigger nose. I might let your lady drive. That's for our wrist to load. I got 1989, skill full of Christmas though. I'ma let this pistol blow before we ever get the blows. Bigger up the price, we hold that gas like the windows closed. Knees and steak, I'm like a Philly cook. These hoes got ass, but ain't no substance. They like empty books, it's a jokes. Niggas really shook, they think an inch a foot. I ain't back and forth with no bitches that can't really cook. One whole brick of good, I make the dead end look like Inglewood. I wish these niggas would. I been splitting my dinner with the wolf. Big dog like Clifford House. Fish ball like Ellenwood. I hit my last lick fresh out of prison. I'm with the shit for good. Front side of the Easter wood. Praying God forgive a crook. Niggas talking about I couldn't walk a mile. Who got a bigger foot? Bitter looks, gonna get a nigga took. Gonna get your gizzards cooked. I done stretched my neck to say this kind, babe. I'm little foot.
It's a big down dog. Big down hoes. You know what I mean? Orlando Rap Tournament. Check me out. Try by Supermodel. Red Eye Beam on the end of the 40. Next man, Cyclops. These Christian D. Your green dinosaur. Hot tops. Brown bell coat kind of itchy. Next time, I might try Fox in the trap flipping flapjacks. Coming right up. Aha. Uh -huh. Waffle House. Came by my ski mask, so I cut the pen and hold stocking out. Do, 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 Jack in the box, I be popping out. If you want a whipping, you tripping. I'm talking Aquaman. If you sign forward, I'm shipping. So get your packages out the van. Trapping out the tear house on the corner. Ring the doorbell, I just nah. So tearing that crack, cause baby got back. Just call me some mix a lot. Sell it for a nice to beat it, beat it just to get the watch. I can scrape it counterclockwise. It be ready in a minute. Popping hot chicken pot pies. There's the town. Shit on fire. Big bag, Andy Cow hot fries. 50 grand to my lawyer. Make sure he cross the T's and he dot the I's. Damage bags, baking soda, razor blades. I got supplies. This outfit I got on came out the skies. I'm talking way up after blessing. Okay, get way up and compressed. I got that re rock. My shoes drop from Rocksteady. My jacket from Bebop. I used to get $20 for three rocks. Black Dicky suit, Black Soldier Reeboks. You guys are back, back on the Bench Podcast with Bubba and Pink, home of sports, music, and mayhem. That was round two, round two of uh, the Orlando Rap Tournament. There, you can go to Orlando Media Group page on Instagram to check that tournament out. That was just a couple of guys, a couple of friends of the show there that we're they're advancing to round two, so I just want to show some support. We're rooting for them to make it all the way to the championship. All right. Uh, today we got a, a a really good show for you guys today, man. Of course, we have GM Five in the building, and uh, we have some some uh, players from the both championship teams that made it to the championship. Of course, we've been talking about this league uh, throughout uh, the season here on the show, so you guys get to see some faces here, some highlights, things like that, and we'll talk about uh, talk about that. Of course, Damian Lillard got traded today. Um, you know, we have uh, some Miami Dolphins talk, some Deion Sanders talk, and a lot more uh, coming up on the show. All right. Yeah, so um, just really quick before we bring the guys up. You know, I uh, I put up that clip earlier, Pink, uh, from clip? last week. I put that up today. I missed it. Which clip? No, you didn't miss it because you said we're getting comments. Oh, I didn't know. I thought you were talking about a basketball clip. No, no you, not a basketball you clip. You wanting to strip away the pretext of dating it, get straight to fucking. <laughs> Let's call well, it listen, spade a spade. Yeah, but see, what, the problem is you get in trouble when you put up stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, it's been a while since I put something up like that because I was getting in trouble before. You understand? <laughs> but it's it's every, every when I come up and I talk, listen, on the bench podcast is... Uh, is you think about it, it's like um, it's like when guys are on. We say this before, but I have to stress this enough. And they and they're not going to see this part. They only see what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> You're just preaching to nobody. Right <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it is what it is. No, but this is but, like but it, guys on the bench. Yeah, talking about whatever comes to mind. Exactly, man. These those yeah. guys talk about everything. Yeah. Man. And uh, and so it's uh, a lot of times it's not always my truths that I'm talking. I could be talking other guys' truths, you understand? But I buy in so much, and I want to help them out so much that I get on the show, and I want to make sure that uh, if it's something to address the women, I want the women to understand and know what the problem is out here. You're All a right? man of deep empathy. That's right. That's right for others. And other depth as well. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, man, just understand that, you know, you know, we're, we're, you know, a lot, some men are out here dating, 
for a uh, something at the end of the rainbow. They're not just dating for their good health, you know. Everyone's dating for something at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> just depends on the rainbow you're talking about. It depends on the rainbow. These damn talking. women are looking for a pot of gold. <laughs> We're looking for a couple holes to fill. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and TP, if you watch the wires, man, you can come on up here. If we can get you up here, take your time. It's like an obstacle course to get up here tonight. Yeah, man. There, I guess you go to the the end spot. I'll slide over a bit. What they do, man? What's happening? What's so happening? So what's going on? Uh, 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 state your official title for GM5 League. Are you taking a deposition? <laughs> no, I just, you I know, got, I don't. You know, I got a, uh, your yeah, honor. You commissioner, know, uh, owner. I, uh, you know, I plead the fifth. Now, uh, uh, it's, I mean, we, technically the lead director, if you if you want to, if you want to, if you want to state it, I'm, I'm, I'm one, one of, uh, uh, one of two lead directors uh, okay. for the GM5 League. Yeah. That sounds like something you can put on a resume if you're applying for the YMCA. We're trying to get professional. That's the point. Okay. You feel? We're trying to figure right. it out. You know what I'm saying? We ain't all go to college, so we're trying to get out, get it all right. You know what I'm saying? That's why we got guys like Bubble, you know, guys like Pete, you know. There we go, man. Shout out to the truth, man. But, yeah, no, a uh, league director. That's that's what it would be. It would be a league director. All right, all right. So let's 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 jump right in. We had a couple questions for the league director, all right, so, GM5. So we, we have made it to the uh, championship. Um, of course, we had a season playoffs. Uh, yeah. We're on the bench. We lost in the semifinals. All right, and um, so wh- what was the, what was one of the first questions we were gonna ask TP? Here? I thought you wrote them down. No, no, I don't write. <laughs> Not freestyle. Shout out to Wayne. No, you got to um, Okay, kid. Well, well, I mean, I the, the season ended up being sort of cut short, and. Um, but, I mean, one of the things with the GM5 is originally we were supposed to play basically like 17 games over about three and a half months. Yeah. Um, not many, you know, men's leagues do that. Um, at the position we're in now with the season having been shortened, do you feel that, that perhaps it would have been better from the jump to maybe go to a 10 or 11 game schedule to begin with and then possibly run two seasons in the same year? Um. Not necessarily. Uh, I I say that to say because like we, me and Howard, we've been rocking for a long time, and like our format has been our format. Like we, when we dive in with what we what we say in the beginning, like we trust it. You know what I'm saying? And when we went with the the sixteen games, um, we actually really wanted like twenty four. Like that was our that was our real target number because our goal was to just surpass so many leagues that you couldn't even you know what i'm saying think about saying all right bro we're gonna try and match up to what they're doing because i know at the end of the day like you could take a thousand ideas that i have you could take the combine idea you could take the draft you could take the the the, the, the lingo but there's certain things i know i can do as a talent where it's like look bro i'm just this is practice like if you really want me to show you watch this you know what i'm saying so by doing the 16 uh games plus the playoffs making the 22 weeks or whatever uh we just kind of wanted we wanted that we wanted that long field we we like basketball you know what i'm saying like at the end of the day is it, we just really love the game of basketball and we want to see it for that stretch you know what i'm saying like we cool with that you know like that's why we sit there for game after game. We'll do stats. We'll sit there and talk to players after the game. We'll, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's it really mean that much to us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, our, our significant others understand that. Like, they, they just know. Like, everybody know. Like, they kids grew up in this game of basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like, Howard, I've seen Howard kids since they was, like, 
you know, like what, like I want to say like 10, right? Even, like early right. on, so you know. The season was so long, though. I, I really thought that there was a good bet that somebody would pass away before the season ended. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. The season, to be real with you, it was actually going to stretch five months, to be exact. Yeah. And in, in hearing that, it, like, it, it does, for me, it did something. And, I, and for Howard, I know it did a lot. Where it's like, we taking over half of the year in basketball, and that's just taking over the year. The next part is showing people how good we can really be with it. You know what I'm saying? With the talent we pouring out and shit like that. How, so, how is it stressful you know. for y'all though? Is it a stressful process? To be honest with you, nah. The stress really comes when people kind of give the kickback, right? When they don't trust the process, right? Where it's like if you go to the YMCA and they say, "Hey, look, we finna do this," you don't even you don't even question it. You just look, man. And and I get they some of their processes they just channel you through an email so you have no way to even respond but some of these guys will tell you straight up right there when you go into their face like the winter park like hey look uh this team didn't come this gotta move we doing this y'all gotta play right now and you looking like wait a minute bro that's not what i signed up for but you do it anyways you know what i'm saying the thing about what we do is we actually try and allow team players to have a voice captains to have a voice gms to have a voice we build gms we build teams you know what i'm saying for rec leagues we build them for leagues like ace league so when they go out they're they're more they're more organized they're more official instead of guys saying man i hate playing in winter park now you're gonna say bro i fuck with winter park because everybody has more structure to their shit now pink can put a, a a real ace league team in a in a regular rec league and and not feel the difference of the game of basketball because we're slowly building that process through you're not gonna fix everybody you're still gonna have a b-side court you're still gonna have some teams that just pop up in there and never play up in gm5 but for the majority of the guys that y'all have seen over the while they sharpen up they getting better you know what i'm saying stuff like that so uh, who 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 who's been the best player in Gen Five this year? I gotta. I mean, people are gonna say I'm biased, but you can say what you want. I'm gonna say Dom Douglas. I mean, that's just that's you know. I appreciate you, man. To the did you keep the tampon out there? You didn't make it. It fell off. SSG, man, the top engineer in the city. Come to O-Rap Studios. Yeah, he'll get you a Spike Lemonade, and, and he'll record your bars. Oh, yeah. You got turned up right there. That's funny. All right, so, yeah, you well, say, yeah. so you say you're going no, with I, Dom. I, I, I go with Dom, and, and, and for anybody that, that wants to know my reasoning, because I know that's going to come, like, oh, why you pick Dom? It, it has nothing to do with my associations to him. It just, it has everything to do with, I feel like, for one, he has the character. And I feel like that plays a part in anybody I ever choose to be number one in any process. You know what I'm saying? They have the character um, that matches the leadership on the floor. Uh, but they also produce. They put up the points. They put up the back-end stats. They put up, you know what I'm saying, the, the bench stats. Like, they do everything right. Like, they, they, they stay late on the games, like, that everything a number one player is supposed to do, they, they they locked in. I feel like Dom, since he started, and which he had a late start, I think he started like the second or third game or whatever when he came onto the team. Like he's just been locked in ever since. Like I just, but I've always known Dom to be like that. Like that's that's why I've been telling people from the jump. Like Dom is exactly what you see. Like he he ha he can turn it on and off. And that's no disrespect or slight to anybody else that 
truly deserves that feels they deserve that number one spot. Like it's some great talent this season. Like yeah. I gotta say, this is probably number one in in GM five history, obviously. But the talent level went up with everybody. Like the 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 guys who were on the lower end of GM five last year. They 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 matched up with the talent this year, so that says a lot for them too. That says a lot for the. Girls. So you picked Dom as MVP, but I guess who would be two or three other guys that you had in consideration at that level? Um, also keep a, in mind, I didn't say MVP. I just said best player. Best player. My best bad, player. My he bad. said best player. Um, yeah, because uh, it is there's a difference. No, 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 no. Um, if I'm a, if I'm gonna go next, I mean, I honestly I feel like Big Tim is my next guy. Uh, I, I think if Big Tim showed up in the beginning. And, like, really gave that, like, and this is just my opinion. I feel like if Big Tim showed up in the beginning and gave that that, that, that same energy he gave in the second half of the season, Big Tim is, is it's like, right there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, because you got a guard versus a big guy. So it's like, how do you choose that basis? If you want to just go dominant, you want to go based on, okay, the guard does a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? He gets busy on the defensive end. He gets busy on the offensive end, however you want to stretch it. Um but for me, like, I, I just feel like Big Tim is just a dominant piece. Like, when Shaq came to the NBA, it was like, okay, cool, because we done had a couple big men in the GM5, like, and it's been, like, one every era, if you want to call it. You had the Bron Bron era, you know what I'm saying? Then you got the Big Main era. Now you got the Big, big Tim man, era. Big Main, watching now. He just commented. Shout out to Big Main. Yeah, yeah, Then you got the Big Tim era, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like Big Tim, he, he also is a person that has that personality. You know what I'm saying? He has that characteristic, that character where it's like, okay, like, even though he getting dominant on the court, he ain't never going to lose his cool. He just going to show you emotion for the game. Like, he never going to lose his cool. Just, and he going he gonna to show you how much better he is than you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. that's what we love, and that's what I love for, for my number one, number two guys. And I, I think, honestly, like, it, it only thing for me that takes Big Tim out of the equation is just him missing those early games and just not really being there for those moments. And when you, when they came, they, they played they played a little lax in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? It was like, hey, we, we got – I think they played game time one time. They only had like five players, and I get it. It was like you're only playing five players. But some of those games, like, they, you know, they looked like they was going to win, so what's the point? But they always came back to win. And some about me wanted to know maybe if that was like a, a scheme. Like, hey, look, let's go down. You know what I'm saying? Go down, and then we're going to work our way back up. And then, boom, and just to get a workout in. Because, you know, some people Facts. like that. You know, that's goat shit. Facts. Now, so. now, along with being the league director of GM5, you're also a lifelong fan of the Miami Heat. Uh, yes, sir. So yeah. so, so, we, 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 I want to get into this conversation before we get you off here. Because the Miami Heat was the long rumored team to acquire Damian Lillard. That's the team he had desired to go to. Yeah. All right. So today he was traded to the Milwaukee Bucks in a three-team deal with Phoenix, Milwaukee, and Phoenix. All right. In Portland. Yeah. I'm sorry. In Portland. I said. Yeah. I said. Um. Uh, what's the name twice? All right. So Miami Heat gets hit. They get caught holding the bag. You know, with an empty bag, <laughs> a shit bag, <laughs> a bag of shit, <laughs> a dirty diaper. I don't want to hear the. What you've been saying on social media, though, would be okay. Da, da, da. I want to hear the true <laughs> Miami Heat fan of your initial reaction, saying seeing that the 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 Milwaukee Lillard's Bucks, going to the Bucks and yeah. not the Heat. There you go. Um, I think uh, I think the NBA need to check for some tampering. <laughs> oh, Jimmy yeah. Butler! So you're jumping on the Jimmy Butler <laughs> conspiracy. No, wagon. I mean, I, if we're gonna be honest, like I, I was talking to uh, I was talking to Jeremy about this. 
Dame fucked the bag up, right? He did it. Like, you know what I'm saying? From the very beginning. From the very beginning. He should have never said where he wanted to go and demanded that when you're still under contract, right? It's kind of like the GM5 situation with Enrique and Tyson. Like, you can't be out here just saying, trade me, get me off the team. I want to go. You can just get dropped. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they they have the chance to send you to the worst team on earth if it benefits them. So it's like, and even if it don't, they might just do it out of spite. So (laughs) you can't play with that type of fight. And I felt like he did that too soon. Like, it's like he should have just stayed quiet. Just like, hey, look, I want to trade. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, find me a good team to go to and woo-woo and just left it, everything else under the table. You know what I'm saying? But... I, I feel like with that, that was out of Pat Riley's hands. He couldn't do nothing with that. I, I don't I don't know that it changes anything, though, by being quiet. I, mean, I think if that was his intention, I, I think at the end of the day, the Heat just didn't have the pieces that moved Portland, and they couldn't put a three-team th- deal together. To they, they they had the pieces. So what Pat, what Pat just literally just said a couple of days ago um, was – you know, like basically, we have a limit. We have a stopping point. Like we're not going to overspend for right. game, right? So they, I mean, they had what it takes. It's just well, what no, are but, you but willing that, to but, but give that, it? But that's the issue. Like you, 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 okay, technically you have it. I mean, you could send them Jimmy Butler, but like not even Jimmy. But, but I'm not. But, I'm, I said that I for drama purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you you have a limit that you're not going to go over. And what I'm saying is their limit was not attractive to what Portland wanted. I mean, Therefore, of, no deal. Of course. I mean, they sat the around Miami on this thing for like, two we don't, we don't have what the NBA thinks is, like, appealing, period, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? M- we, Miami. It, it, we got dogs. That, Damien is a part of the problem, right? Yeah, he, he's a part of what happened. Um, but Miami really backed themselves into a corner because the moves they were making, once Damien made that, um, you know, the, 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 the saying, I want to go to Miami, what does Miami do? They let Struess go. They let uh, the other shooter go, um, Gabe, Vincent. Gabe Vincent go. Yeah. You know what I mean? To make room, we're we getting <laughs> rid of our guards yeah. to get Dame. And so now you're really screwed because this is not the same Miami team. This is already an overachieving Miami team, but you got rid of your best overachievers and didn't replace them with fucking anything. Yeah, but we got yeah. them. We we got them from where? We, we not yeah, 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 yeah. That. But it, okay, <laughs> like, so you're going to count on keep striking and lightning. But we've been doing that How all many, our, all No, you haven't. You haven't been, been doing it. That's a like misconception. That. Oh, okay. That is a misconception. No, the reality is you haven't won a title since 2012. No, you're right. No, you're right. We got to make a big move. I have said that. Like, Pat has to. To make a big move, but Dame was gonna be that, be that big move. We we in a sense what you saying. You could say we drunk we dropped the ball in that, but I really just feel like Portland wasn't gonna do what Dame wanted. Period. Like and, that's and, just what it was. And I think in the back of their mind, they're like, okay, if we miss out on Dame, guess what? Next, we're gonna reel up for Giannis. I think that was in the back of their brain. But what they didn't know is that Milwaukee front office. (laughs) And now it's like you you don't only lose out on Dame, you lose you lose out on Dame and Giannis. So it's like what now? We gotta we don't look my way. Don't look at Embiid. We gotta get a we gotta get a star. (laughs) Don't look at Embiid. Have to look at Embiid. (laughs) No, we gotta get a star. I don't. I don't. I mean, if Embiid. But but who are the most available stars in the league? I think right now Embiid moves to the to the head of that list. 
I mean, and B gotta work though, man. That's why man, we got rid of white. Man, get the fuck out of here, man. Nah, he I mean, got <laughs> nothing. He ain't got nothing in Philly yet. He uh, gotta work, yeah, man. Nah, Something going Phil- wrong over there. Philadelphia is a dumpster fire. It ain't all fire. James Harden. Yeah, Philadelphia is a dumpster fire, and and the Embiid had with no Embiid. Embiid like Giannis would do damage over there because we can put him at the stretch four and do all kind of crazy shit or the center and just kill niggas for the rest of the year. Because now we got it out of bio too. Autobio could play his true position at the three, you know what I'm saying, and just and eat shit. Are you afraid of this team? Afraid of what Which team? team? Milwaukee. As Hell a Miami Heat. No. Listen, that, that that's the thing I'd be trying to get people to understand. Like I, I maybe people think I'd be like cocky or boastful, but I know as a Miami Heat, we don't give a fuck about nobody. Like we real deal believe in in Pat we trust. Like the the process, man. Like I just just like how you believe in the process for, for Philly, and I don't understand it, but you believe it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, Pat hasn't – Pat let me down, but it don't be like that. It don't be like how Orlando get let down. You know what I'm saying? Like, Not I don't – Pat, 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 Pat has shown enough, reliable. Bro. Like, Pat everybody in the – he got shown more than enough. He Pat got more to the NBA. Pat's getting up there, though. I mean, yeah. like – But I'm sure he got a – Has sure he lost he a few somebody. marbles yet or not? Hell, fuck. No, I think I think I think I think a few years ago he would have he would have pulled this trigger, man. I I, I I I don't know. I think this is a trigger he would have pulled. I'm not a believer in old people. I think you lose <laughs> mental faculties and functionality, and there's no way. Like you you say, Pat Riley five years ago is a different guy. Yeah, I believe. Again, I believe he's more aggressive. You he just was more wait. aggressive. You get wiser as you get older. Sometimes you gotta be a little more patient, wait it out, see what there's happens. There's a tipping point on that wisdom, though. Nah. At some man. point, it just goes into senility. And Pat, we trust, man. That's all I know from Miami. I, unfortunately, look what, look what in God we trust has got in the United States. <laughs> that's why it's not God. That's, see, see what I'm saying? I think he goes. So Pat's I, greater than God, folks. <laughs> no I, blasphemy. No I, blasphemy. I think they go I'm all here out for the blasphemy. All out <laughs> blitz on uh, and beat now. Uh, Miami Heat and uh, um, yeah, we gotta do something I though. We got because we need a number two or a number one guy. You know what I'm saying? That's reality yeah. basketball. Like I ain't gonna sit here and fake the funk. Like we ain't gonna survive. The West is getting hella deep. You know what I'm saying? Like all type of shit going on around there. So it's like, nah, I can't. The East is easy. Yeah, that's not nothing. We we gonna always go to the Eastern Conference Finals and and win. Just let everybody know. But. All right. Well, definitely. Not, def- not, not with the current roster. <laughs> yeah, Bubba was, was selling on the heat last year. Y'all, look, y'all I'm ready see to one sell move and y'all get fucked. It's not one move. You guys unbutton your pants ready for action with those Gabe Vincent and, and, and Struess moves, and y'all got blue balled. Nah, man. Listen, and it's too late it, in the game to make big moves to save you want you right now right, as the roster sets. You got to rely on Kyle Lowry for like thirty five minutes a night. Yeah, is that what you really want to do? I never wanted Kyle Lowry in the first. I place. know. So then you, <laughs> you damn sure don't want to rely on him for thirty five minutes never, a night. That's what it is right hey, now. Everybody that knows me know. I and I mean now, I know you place. guys go out. You look for another minimal guard. I mean, you know, you got to tighten the roster up. But I mean, it's going to be like insignificant players. Yeah. Until the draft when he can strike lightning again, but that's way next year. Well, I mean, the, the trade deadline, but you still like trade when deadline, your roster yeah. is like Jimmy Butler, Bam, and a bunch of cobbled together pieces. Man, it's not you're a lot not of to 
you don't have what? a lot of flexibility. The season ain't even start the, the, yet. Why we do it? The season ain't. What, did we say this with but GM5? You the, the roster the don't mean nothing Sometimes right now. Sometimes you can see the writing on the Mello, wall. Mello, what we said in the beginning, GM5, that roster don't mean nothing right now, man. Well, I'm going to call bullshit on that. Come on, Because the best roster at the beginning of the year was Squad X. They're in the final. And and nobody. Game time didn't a top seed roster. Y'all wasn't betting on that. If you did not think game time was going to be a factor in this league, you're They didn't have Dom on their team on that on that roster I, wait, before I, I know the game time people they're going to deliver they're going to be consistent oh, they're going to be good could they be beaten yeah but like I knew they were going to be a team that wasn't going to hurt themselves Par legends in two <laughs> <laughs> well I appreciate you man for coming through for we're going to make some room for the other guys oh, here yeah, man. man hey shout out to these boys coming on man congratulations to everybody in the uh the GM5 championship uh do you think rock out man wait what time is the final oh uh Notice with that Championship game is going to be Saturday, 11 a.m., Seminole State College at Raiders Athletic uh, Training Center, Facility Center, something like that. Uh, just ask your friend to hit the pin drop when you get there because it's always hard to find. I promise you. But oh, yeah. <laughs> once you get there, you're going to always find it. Uh, but, yeah, 11 a.m., y'all show up. This uh, Saturday. This Saturday, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if the time does change, I think it might be like 11 Eleven thirty ish or something like that. Either way, just be there at eleven because it's going down. You know what I'm saying? If you're there at eleven, you won't miss the game. Yeah, you yeah. won't miss the game. You might right catch there. a bubble dance too if they play the song. That's oh, oh, maybe that'll fill in the void of time. Listen, man, <laughs> hey, yeah, y'all pat the place out, man. For real though, pat the place out, man. And hey, you might see some highlights. You're gonna de- you're gonna definitely see some highlights because these boys can go, and that's what we want to see. We want to see high level basketball. So, yeah. All right, for sure, for sure. Appreciate you, man. For sure, man. All right, now. uh Y'all can do this anyway. You, you both can come up. All right, take your time and watch the wires. <laughs> oh, he come he coming up for you. All right, uh, Melo don't want the camera. That's all right. You don't want the camera, Melo? No, I want the. I want to. For Josh. All right, all right. All right. In the meantime, man. Uh, don't forget that on the bench podcast we're available on all, and I do mean all podcast streaming platforms, including here on YouTube. Please like, share, subscribe, all of that good stuff. All right. See here. Then I'll also do this sponsor while we uh we got, we got some time here. Take y'all time. Don't worry about it. The original sponsor. Yes, our original sponsor, Overkink.com. Overkink.com has all, and I do mean all of your bedroom needs. All right? Use promo code Bubba Pink. Even if you're taking the action outside the bedroom. That's right. Anywhere. The car, the movies, wherever you want to go. If you're by yourself or you're with a partner, Overkink.com has everything that you could possibly need. All right, to make that night a better night. Have you ever had an encounter interrupted by an animal? I have not. Okay. No. Just checking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a big fan of animals. Yeah, you can sit down, man. Do your thing, man. If you're going for a round or two outside, you know, maybe a dog or a bear. (laughs) TC, you came to talk. What you came to do? Get up here and talk. (laughs) Yeah. All hands on deck. Slide down. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. All right, all right. What's going on, guys? So we have uh, Terrell Christian here of Game Time Elite, all right? And we have Josh Fillmore, right, of uh, Squad X. Indeed. All right, all right, all right. How y'all feeling today, man? What's going on? Feeling great, feeling great. How about yeah, you? yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you something now. So I hit up Melo and I hit up, um, and I hit up uh, Jeremy. And uh, you two were like, lower on my list. Okay? <laughs> Y'all don't talk much, man. 
Who don't? TC what? wasn't on my list at all. Who don't? <laughs> and Josh was like fourth. I don't think I've ever heard TC talk. He'll just nod. <laughs> just nod at me. TC wasn't on my list at all. And Josh was like, I say Josh was like third. Who we asked? We said we said uh, Melo, AJ. AJ could talk. Tim. AJ gotta come to the court side, man. Gotta come to the court side. You were telling the Kingsman you were bored in the middle of the game. That was crazy. I caught that. I remember we were playing pickup at Edgewater one time, and I set a couple screens for Josh, and he sarcastically goes to Danny, Pink, I don't think we would have won without you. Sounds about right. All right, so let's start. Let's let's start here. Let's get let's see if we can get TC going here, man. Go right ahead. All right, let's see if we can get TC going with game time. All right. Uh let me make sure. All right, just a little game time highlights going for the people so they can know what game time team is about. Just a little bit there. All right, so all right, you guys uh, you guys start the season. Dom is not on the on the roster, okay? And then also that very first game you guys had, it was like a skeleton crew. Did you did you play nah, in that first I didn't game? Play. I had other prior prior arrangement to do so. I wasn't at the first game. Right. And the first game was actually against, against Squad X. It was against right. Squad and X, that's right? Why I was kind of mad that I missed that. <laughs> right. Well, now you I get another chance. I won, I won that either, so. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Both teams were a little light. All right. So, uh Squad X ends up winning that game. Now, this is your first year in GM5, right? Yes, it is. So as you're going through, like, uh, are you looking at the other teams like, ah, we're going to be all right. You know what I mean? Like, how, how are you sizing up the other teams as you're going through the season? To be brutally honest, I wasn't really sizing up all the other teams. I just know one team who I really want to play the most, and that's the team we're playing in the championship right now. Oh, okay, oh, I okay. Like that answer. I like that answer. To be honest, all the other leagues that I play against, Rod, Melo, AJ, all them guys, they always get it better of me. Every single time. <laughs> so it was only one main focus, Squad X. Squad X. No disrespect to any other team. It's just mm-hmm. I really want them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. And uh man, they're saying the wrong thing. Okay. Well we didn't worry about that. They <laughs> 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 say I'm showing Squad X highlights, but I know that's game time highlights. Okay, okay. So you really you really want you really want Squad X. Now, as far as the makeup on your team, because it's been a lot of like you know, back and forth talk, especially on court side, mm-hmm. things like that. How would you go? How would you say is the like not the best players, but the most important players on the on the game time roster? How would you answer that question? Like you said, the most important player on the game time roster, like you said, it got to be Sean. Okay. What what Sean does for our team, man. Once once he get that ball and rebound, he look down the court. If you down the court, he's throwing that. And it's like accurate. It's too. accurate. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> Tom Brady accurate. You know what I'm saying? So he threw it. He threw it down there. I always get down there. That's something that I wish I could be doing. But you know, he, he's in the middle, so I gotta protect protect his backside. But he's the main important. He's he's the glue in the middle for us right, right there. So without him, like you said, it really doesn't go like that. I mean, if he's not there, then you know I feel that void. But he is the main guy in that middle for us all, all game. Okay. 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 I, I feel of all the teams that you got, your team in particular has the most defined style of play. Yeah. And you you guys are you know, mostly a lot of zone, mm-hmm. and and you guys do a great job of rebounding the backside and and again the outlets. The I outlet. mean, you, you get them on people. It's something we played you last week. We talked about preventing, and we didn't consistently do that. 
And yeah, you guys, yeah, TC is uh, Terrell's on the team that whooped our ass last night <laughs> on the bench team. Let's go ahead and get, just get that yeah. out. We'll just throw that out but, man, but, and fast but, forward. Know, pass. Like, like you said, we're very consistent. You know, we don't really care who has the most points on our team. Right, man, right. We just play basketball the right way. Yeah. Whoever was hot that game, it's hot that game. Whoever scored the most that game, that's who we go to at. So with us, it's like fun. That's how, that, that's how we take the game. Yeah. If I'm right, let me guess. Do I hear Allen in your voice? Yes, I am. Okay, so let me guess. Okay, 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 okay. I'm going to Miami Carnival next week. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh -oh. I try to, you know what I'm mean? saying? Uh -oh. like, yeah, all right, so uh -oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> I'm going to go. My first guess, I can't go and get around it, Barbados. No. Damn. Am I far off? I'm, I'm way off. You're not that far off. I'm not that far off, no. though. It's I'm not definitely not Jamaican either, so don't go there. No, 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 no. Definitely not going to Jamaican. I will go, next I will go like, um, I will go like Trini, but I know nah. that's wrong too. So tell me, just tell me. From the Virgin Islands. Virgin VI. Yes. VI. Oh, that's like um VI a little deep in. Yeah, it's right there. It's like 30 yeah. minutes away from yeah. Puerto Rico by air. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So 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 Josh, you be, have you been keeping an eye on game time? What's your what's your overall take like on, on game time? Or are I you too it. fucking bored to worry about it? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> See, I am, I am, I'm going to respect the game a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to respect the game a little bit. But from, from what I see, you know, they seem like they play solid, you know. I know that uh, from what y'all talk about the Dom guy, I haven't seen him play that much, so I don't know how good he really is. But seeing the Dom guy play, I know about Shane. I know him. Yeah, played yeah, against him at the Meadowwoods Rec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I know they got a solid team, solid core. So I know we can't just show up and win. You know, we got to. Uh, actually really come and play. So it yeah. should be fun, though. Okay, okay, okay. And um, uh, uh, you got something for TC? No, nah, we just just keep it going. Just no, keep I mean, it going? No, nothing in particular like that. No. I mean, I here's the one thing I think, though. I think you guys should dedicate the start of the second quarter to the Special Olympics and put in all bench units on both teams. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. I ain't gonna lie. No, because TP TP came up with that topic. No. That is a good like uh, uh, secondary topic there for the game because it's like that is a good argument to be had. Who does have the better bench when you think about it? Because game time has more people, like more people that can, you know, that can <laughs> that can play. On yeah, the yeah, yeah. Just it. But just Squad it. X has the one Squad X member, and then JP. And then from there, so I say Squad X has the better bench because of the extra Squad X member and then JP, who I think both would be better than anybody on Game Time bench. But, uh, but Game Time has to say a is couple this. more people. In your first game last Saturday, y'all put in the full five-man bench at one time. Yes, we did. It immediately gave up a 4-0 run, and those dudes were out in about 90 seconds. <laughs> I was laughing so hard on the bench watching that. It's like they, they wanted to keep gonna... the same intensity we had in the first time, so we had to take them right back out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't like that. I didn't like what I see either. So we want to get back in. Yeah, yeah. going. Do y'all do y'all like that? Um... The aspect of the league. I mean, you know, TP is here, but we could keep it G on here. Uh, of 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 having those um, extra members on the team that you didn't necessarily pick, you had to go to the draft through the draft process and do it. Yeah, to me how, that's cool. How interesting is that to y'all? To me it's cool. It's it's cool to me. It's a cool concept because it's like, it keep it so like, I mean, you can still stack your team, but only to a certain point because you're going to have to pick from a pool of players. So I think it makes it somewhat more balanced, but – you know, yeah. I, I think it's cool though. End of the day, helps helps with the balance a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Me personally, I I just come to play. I don't care about anything. <laughs> that else was there. that was my next and question have, though. Like, how, like did y'all have any like? Uh, I didn't have no involvement on the team members. I no, well, 
I didn't have no involvement. I don't know if Shane had involvement with um. I'm sure Shane did. Yeah, yeah, anybody, Shane, but, Shane does, but I I just trust Shane with whatever he does because I know anybody he brings to the team already know how we play. Yeah. So if we bring anybody that's toxic, I he got here. No, I don't play that. I yeah. don't like nobody toxic on the team. If you on the bench, doesn't don't make no ruckus. Yeah, I hate ruckus. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. If you selfish like that, I don't. I can't can't play like that. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad at that. Yeah. All right, and what about you? Did you have any involvement? I had I had, I had a, a say in one person staying on the team. I say that and one person staying stand on the team. Yeah. You want to say who it is? Yeah, Ronnie. Okay, <laughs> we like Ronnie. We was just talking about Ronnie. We like Ronnie. Uh, but Ronnie, we, uh, it was one. It was like two games in a row. We was like very shorthanded. It was like me, Tim, and then Prince, uh, yeah. Marcus, and then whoever else we had. And then Ronnie stepped in one time. We just looked for somebody to get some boards and, you know, put it back up and catch a drop-off. He had a good-ass game that game. I know exactly what game you're talking about. I know exactly what Man, we got to keep him. (laughs) We got to keep that guy. (laughs) Look out. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, for That's real. Because y'all, y'all made a couple moves throughout the season. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, game game time probably made the most moves out of anybody. Yeah, we did. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but Squad X surprisingly made more moves than what people would th- think they would you know would have made. You know what I'm saying? Just tightening up that bench because when you got guys, it's, we in the summer, you got guys that got things to do, got jobs. You bring your laptop every single game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and people just got things to do. It's concerts, all type of stuff. So, yeah, you need your – Well, Rod was gone for a couple of Rod weeks. was yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. The first time he was gone was the China stint, and then just, uh, you know, other times, just other things, you know, yeah. he had going on. So, yeah. So, you need those guys on the bench to – they're going to need to step up eventually. Yeah, yeah. When y'all – everybody's there, they might not play much. But it's gonna be four or five games where you're gonna need those guys. Facts, you know what I mean? Facts, and you yeah. hope that they can pull out a W some kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> Contribute yeah. in some way. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. Do some. <laughs> so how y'all looking for this game to go, man? Uh don't tell me oh, we gonna win. I'm just I'm saying like, you know, give me a little details. Go ahead, like Josh. like game plan details? Not game plan. <laughs> but how do you really think this game is is, is, is gonna go? All right, so I'm gonna tell you this. If we got about three and a half, maybe four squad X members. We win by cool 10, 15. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to keep it like that. All right. At, at least. Oh, what if it's three? If it's three, we win by about six, seven, eight. Okay. Just a little closer. Because the half, you said a half. What does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, who's that? We ain't getting no detail, man. We ain't, we ain't spoiling too much actually, right actually, now. That, 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 that could be somebody mm-hmm. arrives at halftime. Half, yeah. half, somebody get there half, or somebody oh, okay. might got to leave yeah, halfway yeah, through. Yeah, you know yeah, how yeah. our schedules be. Something so like that. Okay. If we got three and a half, I feel well, like we pull I mean, it out. As we sit here three days before the game, like, do you know anybody who's definitely out, or is it still everyone's still in play? I don't know if I should reveal that kind of information oh, yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> make, them boys think, make them boys think the full army coming. <laughs> and the boys uh, losing sleep at night. That's that's our goal right now. <laughs> what about what you say? What you say, TC? Me, I, I, I don't, I, me, I'll take it. I want everybody to show. So yeah. when everybody show and when when we part with victory, I want to hear that nobody show up. That's what I'm saying. So what if only two of them show? You guys win the game. Uh, uh, by whatever fifteen to how you gonna feel good about that win? Not really, but it, I mean, I win is a win, but I want the whole team there. Yeah, yeah, that's just me personally. But I don't really don't care if they have one person or not. I just want everybody there so I could 
Get my, get my, get my <laughs> get your back. lick back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my TC on his lick back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of it, man. I'm tired of it. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's have a little fun. Then we're gonna get back to this uh, and close out with a GM five for sure. All right. Mm-hmm. So, um, we usually do a, a segment every week called Start a Bench with Coach Pink. All right. And what we do is we give Pink like uh you know whatever uh thirty seconds is it? 60, sixty seconds, seconds man. talk about the trending topics in sports music entertainment and then we gonna judge his comments on what he say all right so um let's see here we'll go with we'll go with uh uh Florida kids start a bench Florida kids Florida kids start them we're here in Florida <laughs> <laughs> all right so some Florida kids a ten year old and eleven year old stole their mama car. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Promising start. And uh, they were escaping, man. Running away. And, away and the police, Yeah, and the police caught them. Oh. And the police caught them. Were they driving well? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they were. were? They were. They, uh, they ran the plates. Uh, the 11-year-old was, dri- was driving. And they ran the, um, you know, police just, you know, running the plates. Running the plates. Actually and just called, yeah, caught them. All, all right. right. Uh, so, so, yeah, so just, uh, you know. What was the, what if this was your your kid and uh you know what what would the punishment? Well, be? my kid, uh, I think he was twenty three at the time. He still doesn't have a driver's license. Somehow managed to take my car, drop his drunken friends at their house, and crash into my garage door and ruin that. Oh, so yeah. it cost about sixteen hundred bucks to fix that. So. I'm not in favor of kids taking off in my car for under any <laughs> circumstances. But on the other side of the coin, maybe these kids were trying to escape some oppression on the home front. <laughs> Let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say there was a child predator in the house. Oh, man. Uh, and they actually got over 200 miles from home. So Damn. That's, uh, yeah. They must have had Google Maps near, 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 near Gainesville. Shout out to Gainesville. Shout out to my Gators, man. <laughs> they might have been passing through on the way to Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> We're a real football player. What y'all think, man? You, uh, you, uh, is that your firstborn? Yes, it is. All right. Hey, so you, you only nine years away. <laughs> <laughs> From him taking, him you taking your God. car, man. I wish you would. <laughs> yeah, put on some boxing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> That's my car, man. I, I do enough damage to it already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good. That's good. Okay, next uh, we have um, we have a uh, money bag. Yo, start a bench. Go ahead and start it. All right, so money bag. Yo, of course, uh, one of the hottest artists out right now. Um, a lot of fans are getting on him because he has a man hairstylist. So he has a man like doing his hair, twisting his braids or dreads, whatever he got going on. And you know a lot of the you know a lot of the social media is getting on him because you're supposed to have a woman. You know how Allen Iverson used to have his mama or his girl doing the hair on the sidelines. Like, if you see, mostly men get their hair done by women and get their hair cut by men. What, what, what's your take? So you on get that? your you can get your hair cut by a man, but if it's being done, it needs to be by a woman. Right. That's the conversation right now. That's the gotcha. that's the debate. Okay. I was not up on that as as being a thing. So it didn't it didn't put me off that he had a man hairstylist. Mm-hmm. Um, does it factor in if he's uh, straight or gay? Well, that's what they're trying to say. They're trying to say this is a little like a, a, little a sus. It's a, it's a yeah sus. There you go. This is sus. All right. 
All right. I think this is a non-story, man. <laughs> it does. It just doesn't matter. I mean, maybe he's like you, Bubba. He enjoys talking to men. Whoa! Hey, yo, Hey, yo! I gotta clarify. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, maybe he wants to have a, an engaging discussion while he's getting his hair done, and he doesn't want to talk to a woman. I don't know, man. Maybe they're talking about, you know, noops or something. <laughs> Conversation piece, yeah, okay. What, 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 what y'all think, man? Nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. I ain't gonna lie, bro. If I had enough hair, I'm not letting no dude do my hair. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Facts. 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 I like talking to women too much, bro. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can't do it. Won't do it. <laughs> all right, all right. That's good. Uh, Cardi B, start a bench. Oh God damn. It. <laughs> when are we gonna be done with these useless <laughs> trifling whores? Oh, <laughs> God damn. They have no fucking talent (laughs) They have so much plastic surgery Even their bodies are useless What are we supposed to do with them? Go ahead Alright so uh, She said that uh, She claims that um, she's been tormented By a ghost who's trying to have sex With her in the house So she's trying to She may try to move out Sell the house just give in to the ghost like you give in to any other cheap fucking guy. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Line him up and knock him down. <laughs> if you believe in ghosts, you're a damn retard. <laughs> I'm serious. You gotta be a movie script. <laughs> hey, no ghost way. is threatening me with sex. One of those uh, Wayne Brothers movie scripts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Has has the ghost gone for accidental anal yet? Or <laughs> how adventurous is the ghost? <laughs> Maybe she just needs to call over Kink and give up her shitty career. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's go with um, let's go uh, with Colin Kaepernick started Vince. Oh, what he wrote a letter to the Jets. He did. Who writes letters, man? <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> he wrote a letter, man. Wrote a letter to the team owner uh, after, uh, but actually, this was after Aaron Rodgers was hurt. So we we're, you know, a couple of weeks out. We just hearing about this letter. Uh, he, actually, he, uh, he J. Wrote Cole, it, like right after Rodgers got hurt. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he, he didn't, you know, he didn't want to release it or reveal it. But so uh, yeah, J. Cole out. Was that was that big. That was the oddest part of the story. Like, why is J. Cole the man to release the letter? Uh, J. Cole is supposed, to, you know, is like a friend of his, and he okay. he thought that it would be. Like a heartwarming, like people to get more people on the side, maybe get you know, you know, I don't know, but that's what J. Cole. Colin doesn't really want it out. He yeah. wrote to the Jets guy, but my good friend thinks it's going to be good for me to release the letter. Yeah. Okay. Then the letter's released. Yeah. Um. I think everybody in this room would be better than Zach Wilson. At quarterback, so in, in all seriousness, and Sean would probably be really good. <laughs> but, yeah. but, uh, you know, to me, the Jets, I mean, the Jets, like with Aaron Rodgers, with the team they had in training camp, they were like looked like contenders, looked like a great story. One injury, and they are just in the toilet bowl. Yeah. They are an absolute mess. It, it would not hurt at all to bring Kaepernick or any other guy in. To, to try and help. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think Trevor Simeon, despite him being an Orlando guy, is the answer, though. They no. apparently just signed him. Yeah. Shoot, so. I, I read him uh, Mike Trubisky. He's not on a roster, is yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, he, he was a backup with the Steelers last year. Yeah, but last he, is year. he still with them or not? No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think, I think, I think he he's is. out the league. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, why not, you know? Carson Wentz is another guy. I, I, I'm baffled at this point that somebody just hasn't. Because here's the thing. Bring Kaepernick in. 
He yeah. either performs or he doesn't. And you're bringing him in not to start. to like He wants to operate with the scout team. Just let him do it. What, yeah. what harm is there in that? And yeah. I think he's based out of New York now anyway. Yeah, he has to be. Um, I, I, that's the last thing um, that I that I had heard about. Yeah. All right. And actually, aside from Trevor Simeon, they they already had a backup quarterback. Um, uh, his name was um, the exactly. Boyle, Tim Boyle guy, right? He was that he was that backup quarter. He was the third string quarterback and now backup to Zach. Um, but he was he's actually like one of the worst college quarterbacks to ever live. Like he only had one Where touch. He, he only had one touchdown and um, nine interceptions in his career. His college career. Yes, yes, and that's a real stat. I had to look that up. They're like, <laughs> wow. And I'm like, first of all, how do you get on an NFL roster? How do you go to, and how do you stay on the NFL roster? All these. How do you even get a camp invite to begin with? When you and have it, it turns out he's he's you know tight buddies with Aaron Rodgers, so Aaron Rodgers keeps him around because he likes to talk mm. to him in the quarterback room. <laughs> but like he's he's one of the worst. Does he do Aaron Rodgers' hair too? <laughs> Got to make yourself useful, man. Some kind of way. Yeah. All right. Um, let's go. Let's go. Uh, Rick Ross, start a bench. I'll start Rick Ross. Yeah, you got to Florida boy. Okay. Uh, so Travis Kelsey, we know. Uh, big news is he's been with uh, old girl, um, Taylor, uh, Swift. Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Right. That's yeah. the big story. Yeah. But I don't know if you saw tra- who Travis was with before that. I have her up on the screen for the people who's watching can see. Who? A very attractive black woman. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Yeah, she's like a supermodel type of thing. Uh, big old booty and all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, Rick Ross shot his shot. And some people are saying that's out of bounds for him at, to shoot a shot so quickly. At Travis Kelsey's ex? Yeah. But that, that, that's that been an ex for a while, no? I, I mean, you know how things linger and stuff get, like get that. Get out of Rick's way, man. <laughs> Buddies, like that's fair game. You're not together. Rick Ross is not your buddy. Like he could fire a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? You could fire a shot, Bubba. I mean, why not? You know, I that, that's will. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, get right yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you know, you and Rick Ross could fight to the death <laughs> in a cage. I already have one no, schedule that, with that's Dwayne. That's ridiculous. Why would Rick? Why would Rick Ross be prevented from firing a shot? Yeah, that doesn't get it. That's the story. What y'all think, man? What's the What's the rules on that, man? They're not friends, right? Yeah. So why? Who cares? What if they were friends? Ooh, they friends. Nah, nah, nah. That's off limits. Like, yeah. like, if you dated the girl, y'all like y'all was boyfriend and girlfriend. Okay. Nah, nah, nah you nah. can't do that. But right. if it was one of the little flings, it's free game. Free game. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> is there a time game. limit on that? Yeah, is 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 well, once you a boyfriend and girlfriend? That's what I'm asking. Is there a time limit? So oh. if your boyfriend and girlfriend and and their friends and your friends, is she off limits forever, or are we talking like five years, ten years? Probably until you die. I say, I say, yeah, I say, it's it's like it's an eternity, bro. Because if y'all still hanging. If me and Melo still cool later, you know what I mean? No matter who they and who, and we got to bring the ex back around, that's just going to make shit awkward. We ain't, yeah, I ain't doing none of that. <laughs> I ain't doing none Maybe of that. Maybe if Melo passed away, Josh <laughs> Nah, nah, not either. I ain't, right. Bring your nigga to the funeral. <laughs> and you going uh, to be in a chick house. You going to be thinking, oh, Melo looking at me right now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Cardi B is, though. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go. <laughs> yeah. uh, Last one, maybe, man. Maybe Melo moved on to Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> Last one is uh, Tory Lanez, man. Of course, Tory oh, Lanez. Man, injustice. Yeah, yeah. He's locked up, doing a bit of ten years, and he. Um, Do you think he's reflecting now and going, "I should have gone for a headshot"? <laughs> oh, Y'all gonna give me all this time? Oh, 
Shouldn't I have just fired a little bit more accurately? Oh, shit. Shouldn't I be Harvey Oswalder? Would not. <laughs> All of us would have benefited. I, he wants, I'm but, sure um, he wants a second shot right now. I'm sure, man. So he released his first little audio thing, and just he, he was clarifying some things because um, uh, the, the 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 first story was that he was being terrorized and stuff in the jail, and he was scared and uh, and things like that. But you're saying no, he's cool. The only thing is um, he's been isolated, so he can't. Um, uh, you know, it's like it's a lonely, really lonely. In their form. Yeah. I had heard something like a spokesman or an attorney was saying he wanted to be in the general population yes. of the facility that he's in. That's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. Yeah, so right now he's been and that's isolated. Because he's like been I isolated stopped. and right. just feels like this is miserable just being off on my own. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah, you. Yeah. I got you. So what's, but your take is you just wish, you think he's probably wishing he really got, got a kill shot, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Um, no, I, I mean, again, the. Uh, the nuances of prison, I don't really know. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, again, I, I don't know because I've never been to prison, but it's like on some level, I think if you feel like you conduct yourself like a solid dude, you'll probably get some sort of solid response from the people around you. Um, if you're going to be a shady guy or whatever or you're into some crazy shit, then you're probably going to end up in a bad situation. No, that's for sure. That's for sure. You got Y'all got anything to say or move on? Free the boy. <laughs> need a Playboy too coming out, man. That's what I need. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. Once again, you guys are on the bench, on the bench podcast with Bubba and Pink, Coma Sports Music and Mayhem. We're available on all that I do mean all podcast streaming platforms, including here on YouTube. Please like, share, subscribe, all of that good stuff. We have GM five and members of the two championship teams that are going down this Saturday, eleven AM at Seminole State College. All right, uh Squad X versus Game Time. This is Terrell Christian T C and Josh Fillmore. Just known as Three Ball Josh. Three I just ball made Josh. that up. <laughs> Pause. Whoa. Yeah. Philly. Philly. We, we can leave it at Philly. Philly, cool. Philly pretty oh. universal. <laughs> I was on delay. Philly is pretty universal. Philly. <laughs> That's my bad, man. That's on me, man. Bubba shared a locker room with Three Ball. <laughs> <laughs> so me that time <laughs> I'm gonna watch it I'm gonna watch it Wow <laughs> uh, I don't know how much you guys uh, Watch college football at all But this kind of Of course Deion Sanders kind of he, he, he supersedes college football And just a story on his own And uh, one thing I just wanted to touch on Was You know uh, uh, The social media community Is um sort of like divide themselves into race again right because what they're saying is the new thing is they're saying a lot of people are going against um Dion and Colorado State because he's black you know so they're like rooting for him to lose because he's black and I actually I was coming back from um from New Orleans Houston and I actually uh uh caught Will Will Lee, Ace, oh, Ace yeah? Lee I caught him in the uh, airport and that's the first thing he wanted to talk about was this Dion thing and about um, all the comments that, that, that we're seeing on social media and from, you know, whatever, other coaches and, and fucking media people just saying that they, you know, kind of want this thing, kind of want Dion to lose. And they were glad he got, they got, they, they, they got whooped by uh, Oregon. Yeah. All right. So it, it, let me quickly just go for my take because it, it has been large and trending on social media. My thing is, so I'm a, I'm a Florida Gator fan and a Bethune-Cookman fan, right? School I went to. 
I don't. I I kind of wanted to see him get whooped too against Oregon. I'm black. I, I mean, I'm rooting for him overall. I'm glad he's being successful in his new job, whatever. You know what I mean? But like, I can I can see what's around the corner. If this is wildly successful, he's gonna he's gonna have his pick of the litter of all the fucking top athletes. All right. He you know he doesn't even have to go into somebody's living room at this point. He can just pick up a call. Hey, I'm Dion. Oh, okay, I'm coming. And that's it. Like to every five star athlete, I can see that around the corner. So no, I do not want this to be wildly successful. I just want him to be a little bit successful. Is that a fucking? Is that a? Is that a crime? There's yeah. <laughs> no, that's hate. That's hate. That's it, hate. That's it, hate. It, it, it ain't his fault. It ain't, his it, ain't, it ain't his fault. It ain't his fault. I'm just it's, it's sports. I'm just rooting that he. I'm just rooting against him. I've been rooting against Alabama. I've been rooting against you know whatever fucking. Well, you know, I'm a 76 fan too. I root against fucking, you know, Jokic. I'm not racist against Serbians. <laughs> I just, just want to see him Why lose. Why not though? Come on. Get with the times. Um, it's sports. This resonates on a lot of levels. There is a, a college football establishment level, which I think you're speaking to, mm-hmm. that you have somebody coming in, doing things differently and, and changing the game. And that, that scares the establishment. And people will want Dion to lose for the reason you're saying, because I don't want this guy to just take over football and then my team's behind the, the eight ball and we're never going to win crap anymore or whatever. But this is America, and you can't dismiss race. Yeah. And there are a lot of people, and, and Dion says it, like a confident, competent black man stirs the insecurities of white America. And when he's you know dominating the news cycle, dominating college football, there is a, a, a multitude of white people who feel uh, insecure about that. And they, you know, see him as this, you know, as really? this out of control black person. That's what they see. That's, you know, that's what this country is, is based upon. So many of our political and economic dynamics. And so you can't dismiss that while you may have that reaction for the reason you do, that there's a chunk of people that are going to have this reaction on what essentially tunes in to to what Dion's success does to their own insecurity. And he's literally told you that. Mm-hmm. Like he's said it, you know. Yeah. Now, I do want to address though like the the Lanning uh pregame speech which got a lot Oregon. of viral via yeah. the Oregon coach. Um He did it for clicks. He did it for clicks. <laughs> but no but but no no, I would say this too. I, he did do for clicks. But I also think he in that moment, that's what his team wanted to hear. Yeah, like you, you, you find something, you whether it's Dion or whatever, you find something about the opponent that that you can attack and you just go at it, you know, and you, you kind of go at them as, hey, they're the you know Cinderella, whatever. That ends today. Like they're doing this for another reason. We're here to win. You know, I, I get that. I don't have any issue with what he said, and I, and I mean, I I probably said worse in a halftime speech. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you that. Like. I've literally, like, I've had halftime speeches that centered on, like, killing somebody, that have centered on rape. It's been the whole spectrum. Um, But, you know, we didn't have cameras in the locker room, thank goodness. But that was, was, you know, that was what it was. But, yeah, I don't have any issue with with that at all, that the speech. I did want to mention that. What y'all think that, man? I think if you're, I ain't going to say if you're not rooting for Dion, you hate but. (laughs) <laughs> but it's it's light hate you feel me because yeah i think if if you're gonna be mad at him being able to pick up the phone and call whoever and get them to be a recruit if it's that easy everybody can do it so it's the reason why he's gonna be the one that could do it you feel me so i ain't mad at it 
I just congratulate. I hope my guy wins. You feel me? Because I don't really got a college football team, yeah, yeah, so I ain't yeah. mad at it. You know, I ain't I ain't biased at all. So right, exactly. Same, let's go that. Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. I, I he said he said it right there. The whole thing. You can't be mad at a man because of who he is and what he brings to the table. Because if it was like you said, if that if it, if it was that easy, everybody would be doing it right yeah. now. Every single body would be doing it. But he has something that nobody has. He's prime. Yeah. Yeah. One, the, one of the best corner that's ever did it. Facts. And yeah. nobody can say that and nobody can take that from him. So at the end of the day, you could suck it up, try to be the best you can be recruiting too, but just know that he's gonna be prime. Yeah. I think that's a good thing because I don't know if you've seen that today. I saw like this week. Um, there's like a social media thing that's highlighting that there are uh, three uh, black head coaches in college football that are currently undefeated, okay. no longer Dion. Right. And it's kind of like this thing. Hey, let's recognize these guys too, which I have no problem with. That's terrific. But like, and I said this a few weeks ago with Dion, like he is not replicable. Nope. He is mm-hmm. he is a one of one. In 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 you know in terms yeah yes he's a black coach. But he's also a Hall of Fame player, a, a, a literal top athlete in, in his generation of existence, and he's actually kind of doing this coaching thing at a pretty damn high level. Like this is just one of one, and we have to accept that it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Think about that. College game costs more than an NFL game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you better believe they're selling out. Where you see that at, man? Come on, Colorado. Come on, in Colorado. Come on now. And, yeah. and to just the, the I mean, when their last home game, the ridiculous amount of celebrities and people that were at that game, like that had no other business being there, like <laughs> other than that, like no, none of those celebrities of had ever even vaguely considered going to a Colorado football game right. at any point in their life prior to that Saturday. Exactly. Not, not even last season. One, one in eleven. Yeah, says yeah. it right there. Yeah. That's it, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. All right, let's. Um, I did. We had talked about it before. Y'all got on here, and um, I just wanted to circle the loop at last topic before we uh close out on GM five and get you guys out of here. Um, uh, on the Damian Lillard trade, um, because TP is a huge Miami Heat fan, so I, I'm glad he came and was able to get on the mic because we could talk Miami Heat side. But for Dame and for Milwaukee Bucks side, and even Phoenix, um, I have something to say on that side too. Like, what 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 do you think the impact is for Dame and for the Bucks? Um, or, or 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 for Portland side, whatever you guys want to want to talk about there. I, I think it's huge for the Bucks that they got Dame because okay. it's like he's gonna be like a. I mean, Drew did his bit, did his job on offense. You know, he'll give you thirty or nine, then give you like eighteen to twenty two. You know, facilitate. But with Dame, I just see Dame and uh, Greek Freak uh, pick and roll, <laughs> literally unstoppable. <laughs> like, what are you gonna <laughs> do? I don't you know. can't hedge, you can't switch, you can't play drop coverage. You got to pick Dame up at half. Giannis get a board, go coast to coast, kick the Dame at half. Like, it's going to look real good for the Bucks. But I think the Suns got the sleeper, the sleeper of the of the trade. Getting Grayson Allen, Nazir, and Nurkic. Cool. I think that's going to help their bench out a lot. And w- without having Aiden ax for the ball and Nurkic just set screens, <laughs> get boards, uh, KD, Book, and um, Bill are going to go crazy, I think. Yeah. I think that I think the the Suns piece. It I think I personally I think all three teams win the trade. Uh, I think the Bucks. You have Giannis. You know, making noise about maybe wanting to leave. The the front office reacts by making a dramatic, strong, bold move, which is excellent for them. And then the Suns. 
getting rid of Aiden. Like, it just wasn't a good fit. It didn't work on the court. I think, you know, nerves were frayed off the court, too. Getting rid of him, bringing in some solid depth around their big three pieces is is a win for them. And then, again, I think Aiden gets a chance to reinvent himself with some young, talented backcourt people. And... uh, that you know, I think they're they're going to get something out of this. Certainly, to me, better than what whatever the Heat package was, you know, or could have been. So yeah. I, I think all three teams, you know, serve their interest with this trade, and we'll see how it works out. Facts, facts. You a fan of it too, TC? Uh, yeah, especially for the Bucks. Yeah. Like you said, you can't you can't do drop coverage, you can't switch, you can't hedge, you can't do none of that. And uh, it's good for even Giannis too because you can't even double him out of post. They got shooters out there now. Yeah, shooters and, and keeping <laughs> real keeping shooters. Middleton. Yes, huge. Yes. Like even when you talk about like even if they're going to do the pick and roll, now you've got this absolute sniper off the ball off in the that ball. pick and roll dynamic that you can leverage to, to great. And shots. then and then on top of that, you don't have to tell Middleton score down the down the stretch. That's that's what Dame's there for. That's what Dame. That's what Dame is there for. Because in the past, that's what you asked him exactly. to do. Exactly. Yeah. Now he could just be there. Okay, I'm gonna just sit here and wait, spot up and shoot. And but also, you at. can run offense through Middleton bench time. Like I would have, I would have him kind of like you know running that bench unit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So he can get more touches, touches and more looks. Exactly. That you could do that too. Yeah. 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 That's, that's. Yeah. So yeah, I'm with, I'm with Pink Man. I think it's a win on all three sides. Like because one thing Phoenix was lacking was depth and you defense. Know? Yeah, depth and defense. So you get you get that, and you and at the same time you get a you get a overpaid disgruntled star out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of mad at that. That Phoenix got. I was, you know, I I was rooting for Aiden to stay so it could be a little, cause that little, team is looking scary, little man. Toxic. But, yeah. <laughs> but what about what about Drew Holiday? They gonna buy him out? They gonna stay in Portland? Yeah. So I was telling Pink before the show that one thousand percent they're gonna move off of Holiday because it just it just doesn't make sense for that team. Two young players. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And and people, a lot of people forget about Shaden Sharp over there too. Like, yeah. He got to play, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So holiday just don't fit in that timeline, and um, so the you know they already said the top three teams are um, Miami, Philly, and the Clippers that'll try to go out and get get a Drew. Now, see, if, if Miami can get Holiday, yeah, I, I think that helps a lot of what we're concerned about I, now. He makes sense in all three of those places. Yeah, what were the other two? Uh, uh, Clippers and Philly. He makes yeah, sense yeah. in all three. The Clippers are a toxic dump. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, but you always have to put the air quotes if they can stay healthy. But, yeah, but you don't put an air but, quotes. But, <laughs> it's not but, but if if they do that, what about Terrence Mann? You gonna cut his minutes down? Uh, well, ideally for me, I think Mann is best suited in the six man role. Anyhow, remember they 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 gave him the run last year. They gave him the run pretty much the last two years mm-hmm. out of necessity because people were hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he just he's not he's he's not that because he's not a point guard. No, they, they he's, kept he's Westbrook, undersized though, too. They? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, they they yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, but we know what Westbrook is. <laughs> I mean, he can play he can play reserve point to to um. No, but again, when you when you when you say Westbrook, if Holiday and Man, now you got a lot of man. Man can come off the bench though, or Westbrook can come off the bench. That's scary defensively though. If Drew goes over there, yeah, Yeah. even with Miami too. If they can stay, they're not. I'll bet this: Drew Holiday plays like less than fifty games if he goes to the Clippers. (laughs) (laughs) Any other destination, he's got at least sixty-five games in him. I love him. You know, Philly is my team, but of course, I love him with Philly too. Like the NB, Drew. Bring him back. Because Drew and, and Maxi, they fit well in the backcourt, especially with Drew's defense. Like but For for Grayson Allen, how's that going to fit out for the Suns, though? Because you know the Suns got Eric Gordon, too. 
Yeah, yeah. Eric, yeah. Eric, <laughs> Eric's on the trading block like every single year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. an old scorer. Yeah, that's yeah. Scorer, though, yeah. Old yeah. scorer. What else he gonna do? People want him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he is he is a known commodity. He's a known commodity. But he's at a point in his career when he's like expendable and yeah. desirable at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, you exactly. Know. Just somebody, somebody is gonna go down though. Yeah. No, for sure. Somebody for sure, is gonna yeah. go down. For sure, for sure. It's gonna be a, a hell of a training camp over there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> gonna be some battles over there. <laughs> training yeah. camp gonna be lit, man. If your team might get knocked out. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely, we definitely uh, like to trade. Now, now, does that does this make Milwaukee the favorites in the East? So you you got you you have Boston. Remember Boston bought over um, Porzingis, uh, uh, and you know, know. Oh, smart. I'm not, Boston. I'm not bought into set, uh, Boston. You're not bought into Boston? Nah. What makes you not buy, buy into Boston? Mr. Jalen Brown getting $900,000 million. <laughs> <laughs> Being the highest paid player yeah, in the league. I'm not, ble- bro, you're not even the best player on your team, and now you're the <laughs> highest paid in the league. Like, I, I just don't, nah. I, I'll say this. If they had gotten Dame, I would have put him on the front of the line. But Boston. They, Boston, yeah. yeah, yeah but that, sure. I think Boston really need a true point guard over there to handle stuff. Because between the two of them, turnover machine. Yeah, turnover machine. Yeah, especially late in the games. Late in games. Late, late in games. late tough games. Yes, and they yeah. just so they, lost Marcus Smart. <laughs> so like, exactly. So <laughs> now who you finna go to? Who you finna go? They have they have the um the one guy that came over from Indiana. White? Brogdon. Brogdon. No, he's Brogdon. Got, he's gone. No, 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 no. Brogdon's there. Brogdon's there. The other one left. No, Brogdon's gone. One of one of those guards stayed. Brogdon's gone. White is there. White. 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 Who else? That's about it. Brogdon's gone. Yeah. Where'd Brogdon go, though? White, think, white, white is then, better. Then, then, then he got traded with the Wizards? Did he? As part of that deal? Part of that deal? Then he oh, got traded with the Wizards? I don't know. I don't know about that either. Yeah. yeah. Me either. But, um, but I mean, that being said, I mean, I don't think Boston's going to be bad. Yeah, no. I mean, no they're just, I just not, don't, they don't have no, they still got the Brogdon. right pieces they got him? where okay. you'd say that they're yeah. going to win these. Yeah, I don't think they're going to pull it out. I don't think so either. I would put Milwaukee. You would put Milwaukee over there? because of a dame right there. Yeah. And I don't think Boston got somebody with that it. Like, I'm not a full believe. I'm not a full believer in Tatum. Like he, it's 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 there, but it ain't there. Damn jump shots. <laughs> yeah, no, it, is, it is funny. Yeah, he, he does settle he for too many shots. Too many damn and step he, And he's too, too sloppy with the ball. Yeah. yeah. They're trying to force him to be that 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 playmaker, but I don't. I think he's best off of being that scorer. Just just a just that scorer. Assassin scorer. Yes, assassin scorer. Let somebody else handle that. But the problem is when you have two dominant ball ball ball, you know, scores like that, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, what where what does that lead for the point guard to kinda right. lead things where to go? So yeah. I think I know that's where the front office and the coach are, are thinking when they're in there. It's like, well, I mean, yeah, could we use a Chris Paul or something like that? Maybe. But these guys have the ball in their hands so much. Mm-hmm. But you do but, you do you you would want to kind of structure a system where it, late in games, you can have somebody that that facilitates and allows those two guys to catch at their spots exactly. and not have to dribble to so their much. spots. So much, yeah. So now, much. Now, if, yeah. if you could create a a, a, a you know, fluid offensive system that that prioritizes that, I think you can maximize their ability. I, I, me personally, I think Tatum has more more leverage in the post. He has a better footwork than Jalen Brown. I yeah. think Jalen Brown needs to get off, dribble off, dribble off the ball to get his shots off. Yeah. He, I don't think he developed a post game as yet. No, 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 not Jalen. So I think I think Jalen Brown could be down. I mean, Tatum could be down there more. Yeah, yeah. But Brown is. I mean, he's undeniably an athletic guy, but there's a certain awkwardness to his movement. Facts that mm-hmm. I think contributes to some turnovers and and like lack of footwork to be efficient in certain spaces on the floor. Yeah, yeah. 
This goddamn camera, man. It's adding 20 pounds to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that big. Yeah, it ain't the camera. It's like <laughs> poor, poor diet, <laughs> fried foods, alcohol, <laughs> spiked <laughs> lemonade. Yeah, hey, I about to say, I don't drink alcohol. I drink spiked lemonades, man. It's much different, man. All right, so again, man, last the, the big game is this Saturday, GM5 Championship, Squad X versus Game Time Elite, 11 a.m. at Seminole State College. You guys bringing people to come watch y'all, man? What we doing? <laughs> oh, nah, nah, nah. It's no, normal day in the office for me. Normal day in the I office show for you. With his laptop. Is, is, laptop. is the work laptop coming? Work laptop coming. <laughs> gotta, get, gotta get them coins, man. Stop playing. I got jits. I got kids out here now. I get that money. What, what do you do that you work on a Saturday with a laptop? I work with FanDuel, so that FanDuel. is required okay. to have a guy. Mm. Been working on Saturdays and Sundays, okay. college football, NFL. You got, yeah. you, got the, you got the discount codes ready? Got on discount codes, but you feel me? I might, I might get help you out a little bit. Might <laughs> depending on what, depending on what you need. You feel me? I lose a lot of money as it is, but I mean, you, I, I, I'll link up with you. You just can't be in Florida though. You gotta be some another state. It ain't legal here yet. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, never here. All right, say there. Bubba's yeah. <laughs> Bubba's not here right now. Oh, baby, I'm uh, not here right yeah. now. Man. What are we talking about, man? TP, no, I'm somewhere every week, man. This is hologram Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> hologram Tupac. <laughs> All right, man. We we got some end of the show to go, but we'll let you guys go, man. You know what I mean? I know you guys got things to do, people to see, babies to kiss. Yeah. Your baby's uh-huh. right up past the bedtime, right? Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. He be hanging till midnight. <laughs> he just getting started. <laughs> he going to get that milk and turn up. <laughs> Definitely appreciate y'all coming through, man, for sure. Yeah, appreciate y'all. Yeah, Thanks. you already know, man. Hey, we'll see y'all Saturday. Man, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, we'll be in the building for sure, man. Fun. Yeah. yeah. TP, do uh, what? Uh, who got to pay? Friends or do uh, team teams got to play too? Uh, uh, Other teams that didn't make it didn't make the cut is what I'm asking. Nah, nah, nah. It's still. It's they good. good. Okay. Yeah, it's still. It's still, it's still good. All right. Yeah, all right. Okay. Cool. Cool. Y'all still need me? No, no, no. We nah, good. No, we good. We good. Yeah, good. Appreciate you, man. Yeah. I hit right. you up. Take it easy. We'll see you Saturday. Yeah, you know it. You know it. All right. So yeah, I had a couple more things to go paint. Cool. 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 All right. Let's see here. Where are we going? Everybody here? got everything though. All right, catch you. Yeah, yeah, you know it. So, uh, Miami Dolphins, man. I love this team. <laughs> I, I, I caught your I, energy from the text. Uh, yeah, seventy points. Yeah, I um, the, right now in football, and I'm not a team guy like you right. are. Yeah, uh, I'm not ride or die for a team. I'm drawn to teams at, at any given moment, and right now the the Chiefs and the Dolphins. To watch Pat Mahomes play, period, under any circumstance, and then to watch this Dolphins team play yeah. is absolutely uh, enjoyable, man. Well, you're going to get the best case scenario because they play this season. Uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be great. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, it's like they, there's just so fun to watch, and I, I became interested in the Dolphins when they hired Mike McDaniel. Yeah, I do think he's a pretty special coach. And I just I think he's I think he's hysterically funny, but I, he definitely knows what he's doing on a football field. Mm-hmm. And he's got those guys locked in. They have such weapons and so much speed, like across the board. Uh, you know, obviously Tariq Hill, Waddle, who hasn't even you know been much of himself yet. Um, and then the backfield guy. And, and I, I was a big Devin Archain guy from his time at Texas A&M. He's a speedy playmaking back. Mozart's an established guy in the NFL who, who plays with great speed. They, they've 
literally just discreated this hyper-fast offensive team that's just tough to stop. And Tua throwing on rhythm and with anticipation is, a you know, it's beautiful to watch. It's beautiful to watch. And knock on wood, I hope he stays healthy because this is fun football. This is one of those things that, um, you know, don't be a hater. Just enjoy what these guys are doing because it's pretty special. You gotta, you gotta love it, man. I love watching them play. But I, I, I mean, I loved it last year. I mean, yeah, this team was was good last year before Tua got hurt. I mean, well, that's what derailed the, the, their season. I mean, they were looking really good. Yeah, no, the story of last season was when Tua played, the Dolphins were really good <laughs> and fun to watch. But when he didn't play, they couldn't sustain his loss. Exactly. You know, and and, and, they, and he missed too much time last year for them to, to achieve everything they wanted. Now, they, it was a playoff team. You know, but they they got a tough draw. I had to go to Buffalo in in the you know in the winter and and try and win in there, which is a tall task. But uh, and you, you you talk about great front office work because this is not a this is not like a coincidence or a fucking like this team is built around Tua's strengths. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, Tua can't push the ball down the field, but they don't have down the field type receivers. They have guys that can catch it on five-yard, ten-yard hitches or bubbles or screens or something and take it the distance. The key is you have to be deadly accurate um, where you give guys time enough and room enough to run after the catch. And accuracy is a function of time and ball placement. Yeah. Um, And that's the thing. Now, you can thread a needle on a ball that gets to a guy that, you know, is immediately tackled. Right. And that could be a great throw in its own way. But but what the Dolphin offense, and, and whether it's Tua, whether it's scheme, I think it's probably a combination, combination of both. Yeah. They create so many situations where they're super fast, talented guys are catching the ball on the move. Yeah. You know? And again, you say, and quite fairly, maybe he doesn't push the ball down the field, but they, they, they are so fast, they still get a couple of those a game. No, no, for sure. they go over the top. For sure, for sure. You know, even if yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. his biggest attribute. Yeah, he, yeah, he's not, he's not a bum. And that, and that, and that, um, you know, in that aspect, he can get the ball down the field. I'm just saying, his his overall strength, of course, we all know, is that yeah. is that accuracy in short in short quarters. Right. Um, and their defense is not a pushover either. No, I mean, there's you, been you, growth on that side. Yeah, of the yeah. Ball you're looking and, at a, a at a fringe top ten, but really ideally top fifteen defense. And when you have that mm-hmm. offense to pair with that, you have success. <laughs> and what and but and what you have again, and and you have. A team that, like, when you watch them play, when you watch the interviews of the players and you see the locker room stuff after, they are a group that enjoys playing together. There you go. And, and you know, the, you the offense and the defense, they're, they're, you know, they're going to pick each other up. Uh, they're just a very connected 53-man squad right now, and that is – it's a lot of fun to watch. I just – I hope they have continued health. And uh, the crazy thing is, and I know, like, you know, we literally had the discussion when Tariq Hill went to the Dolphins that, you know, like, well, you know, hey, he's not going to have Pat Mahomes throwing to him or whatever. But it's, and like, and it's, it's almost crazy to think, but like, he's just grown and grown and grown as a player. Like, he's, he's doing more. He's better now. But, but almost like, is it the Dolphins system or like, would, was his, like, did the Chiefs lose him before he really reached his, his full growth as a player. Well, he's 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 been growing. Remember, he came into the league as a specialist. Like no, like, like he came into the league with with 
big questions on whether he can even become a wide receiver. You know, he was a punt return, kick returner for us when we drafted him with I with a dream and hopes that he can become a useful slot receiver. No, I, I 100% <laughs> you know? agree with you. But my yeah. question is, is like I felt, you know, and I don't think we were in disagreement. You were probably stronger against him than I was. But I, like it felt like he was already kind of at a ceiling. With the Chiefs, I, I did not think he was at a ceiling. What I what I was I wasn't it wasn't Tyreek. I was had strong feelings on or against. I my strong feelings was Patrick Mahomes will be great and greater without him, and and it's not that it's not that Tyreek Hill is a bad person, a bad receiver, or anything. It's just that I understand what we have. Like I knew what I was watching. Now Tyreek is an awesome receiver, and he's now grown to be. Did I? Did, did, Okay, so did I think he was already a top five receiver then? Now he's arguably number one or number two. Well, it's Justice Jefferson and Tyreek. Did, did I think that? Maybe, maybe not. You know, um, yeah, yeah. But that is what he has become. But it's and to my extent, as good as two has been playing, as good as Miami system, there's a part of me that's wondering, like, is if it, this Tyreek with with Pat, what would we be looking at? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, we will be looking at something outrageous. Yeah. But um, but but you know. But even then, it's still a little outrageous. No, I, no, no, no. And that's what I'm saying. But, I mean, like, and, 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 like, and, like, like, here's the crazy. I mean, here's what you're saying. This guy has elevated himself and grown to be a top two receiver, almost you know, without dispute. And he's playing in a very good situation in Miami. But to say the top two receiver in the football with the best quarterback of his generation, like, because why can't we see that? You can look at the games and see what's missing. He has everything that he has with Pat. We had with Pat, but Pat would throw him those sixty, seventy yard bombs. Right, right. And you would get about one or two of those, maybe two or three of those games. Not saying all of them connected, but they're going to attempt yeah. two to three, maybe I don't know, fucking five of them again. Well, the other the, the other one that Pat and it's not the pure bomb, but it's like when the play breaks down, when the play breaks down, and yeah. Pat can still like plan his feet and throw it sixty yards. On command. Maybe not even playing his feet. Maybe it's on the run. Yeah, but but, but, but <laughs> two, two, two is not yards. that. No. And there's a there's you know again there's going to be two or three of those opportunities over the course of sixty minutes yeah. that you connect one of them that's an extra sixty yards of offense <laughs> and a touchdown. Yeah. You know that's that's the part. Like I look at this and I'm like, my gosh, you know if he was still a chief, you hate salary cap. I do. I hate, <laughs> cap. I hate it. And guess what? But Tua's still on his rookie deal. Next know, year is up. I know. This is his last year. This they already franchised him. This is his last year. Oh, man. They have to, they, ha- they got to pay him. Yeah. And if you're Tua, Tua could very well win MVP this year. Very well. Could. Oh, if they very can, well if can he, win If he MVP. plays 17 games, well, 16 games, yeah. and they, they play in this manner, I'm not obviously 70 points a right, week, right. but, yeah, who else is who's going to get it? And then you know what happens after that. Beep, beep, beep. Brink's truck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the MVP. (laughs) You better give it to me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) You know? And the other other argument that he has is, like, how bad the team's played when he's down. When they were out. And you clearly say, well, this ain't all system because – when two is unavailable, yeah. this doesn't look. The it's same. not the 49ers where they they yeah. they've been trying out three, four, five quarterbacks and they all look decent. The same. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no, there's a uh, there's a drop off. Yeah, I mean, he has. I mean, if he yeah, if he plays at this level, like he has every argument on his side. Has every argument. There, there's not a lot you can say other, especially if he goes. Knock on wood, if he goes this whole season without a, a concussion issue. Like, like I'm, that, I'm, I'm, that, that's the one chink you could say. I'm going to tell you, I think Miami dropped the ball on that. 
Now, 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 listen. In what way? You're gonna have to pay a guy anyway. That's it's football. I understand that. So if somebody watches this and comments, I understand that point. But they had the golden opportunity to pay him this past off season. And I know you had the concussion things, but here goes the thing: Are, are you going? Did you have real uh, 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 discussions about letting this guy go? If you did not, that was the time to pay him. You know, you know what I mean? Because what else are you going to do? You're going to you you were going to ride him for the next three years at the very least, anyhow. Even if he came back this year and had some concussions, you weren't going to let him go. The only and I, I again like. When he had, like, the second issue, the one in the Monday or Thursday night game in Cincinnati when he hit the turf, like, there was a genuine swell of people who thought he shouldn't play again. We talked about it. And and yeah. if you have that, and I, I don't want this to happen, but if you have something like happened this year, like, that's going to grow more and more. That's pretty frightening. And, again, if you're going to say we're going to give this guy – 200 million guaranteed dollars or whatever right. that market is and that's probably close to what it is <laughs> yeah. um you know that's a tough pill to swallow um in a salary cap sport it is but there's but what what we don't um always remember is there's always injury clauses and things like like you can you know you can get out with no penalty if if he can no longer continue playing football due to injury or concussions. Yeah, I think that you so, can so insure you, those contracts. Yeah, so you have a, a pillow on that end. You do. It, it's, you just, do. it's just you have to you have to know, okay, is this our guy or not? And the earliest you can identify that, the better, because if a guy comes out and have that monster season, you're going you're to have to really pay for that. Now, well, again, the, 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 you got to pay – you're going to end up paying anyway. Well, and the other thing, it's not even like identifying that guy. Like the reality is the quarterback market – like goes up every year. Yes, like so. That you know, too. Whether you truly identify the guy or not, like the the market in 2023 is going to be different than the 2024, and so on. So, the part of that, you know, I mean, the 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 inflation of quarterback salaries, as it were, is far beyond the rest of the game. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you you're going to have an issue. So I mean, there there is an argument to be said. The earlier you can do this, the better. Uh, but you know, a lot of teams, and we talked about this in other other episodes, where you're like, you know, the top five or ten paid guys, and four or, or you know, five of them are not playing at the level that they're being paid, and those teams are struggling accordingly. Yeah. So it can be. I mean, getting that right is critical. It's it's really critical, man. It's really critical, and uh, the, and the time to do it is now. Forty ers I mean, they've just been blessed. That they able to find. I mean, this guy Brock, Brock Purdy. I mean, he's just he's the seventh round. He's like the cheapest of the cheapest. I mean, yeah. he's. I mean, you know, like you can't you can't go to to Puerto Rico and find a chick cheaper than him. Man. He's, <laughs> a, he's a fucking steal. Oh yeah, and you can just load up around him, and 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 that's it's ridiculous. And they have a um a strong team. But Miami, man, Miami's going to be there. They're going regardless. We're in this season. They're going to be there. Uh, uh, right now, you got to love Miami. You got to love the Chiefs. Um, they have actually Miami have Buffalo this this week. That's going to be a big test. Sure. I don't think they've had a test this year. Let me see. Let me make sure I'm saying that. They uh, the Chargers was a good game. I think that yeah. was a good test. That was the opener. And then you have two you know below average teams in New England. Well, Denver is just a god awful team. So they're at Buffalo. Yeah. That's going to show me a lot. But you know, here's the thing. If you're the Miami Dolphins, 
Would you rather be at Buffalo on October 1st oh, yeah. or at Buffalo on December 15th? <laughs> like, this is a nice piece of scheduling. It is. Going because the next the time floor. you have Buffalo, which is in the uh, winter of the winter in January, yeah. you got them in Miami. That's what I'm saying. That's a good thing for, you, good for thing. the Dolphins you know, and, thing. And, and their you know, brand of football. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and you look at this, too, like, you know, divisionally, the Jets are, are – kind of like out of it uh, already uh, as a serious factor. And, um, you know, the Patriots are, are very middle class to me. They have a, a favorable schedule. Look at this. Yeah. Look at some of these teams on the schedule. After Buffalo, you have the Giants. You have Carolina. Um, you do have a tough game in Philly. But right after that, you have New England. You got the Raiders on here. You got the Washington on here. Tennessee, you know. Not a lot of heavy hitters. And remember, this is kind of how it set up for Philadelphia last year. It did. When they got out of the gates, all of a sudden, a lot of those games looked pretty winnable. Yeah. But And my point, though, is, again, you know, you looked at that division at the you know, before game one, and you feel like the Jets are a team on the rise, the Dolphins are on the rise, Buffalo has, has been solid for several years, and you never discount the Patriots. But like I said, already the Jets are garbage, and, you know, Patriots are are like just middle class. They're not yeah. scaring anybody. No, no. And you know it's kind of comes down to you and Buffalo. You win this game early, you get maybe get Buffalo again in the you know in what might be the relative heat in January down in Miami. You know, you got to like your chances there. And um, Buffalo just hasn't. They just haven't looked. Well, they were very dominant last game. They were. I mean, that, against that, Washington, that, they, they they showed like they looked real good, real solid in all phases. Yeah. So this will be yeah for them. I, if you're going to play Miami, I'd love I'd love coming off of a game like we just had against Washington. Oh yeah. yeah and whatever yeah. versus you know I thought and the first two weeks they there. were a little eh, yeah nothing special. But but you know, again a good three phase football game. You got some confidence going into this game. Buffalo yeah. is favored by two and a half at home. That lets you know that Vegas kind of favors Miami in this matchup um, by a point. Um, because if you're home in the NFL and it's even, they give you three points. So uh, we'll it, see it is an early is. statement game. Though. It's an early, for both teams. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. For both teams, because, you know, Buffalo has kind of been the better team over the last two years. If they, they win this game, it kind of, hey, let's not get too carried away with the Dolphins. Oh, and by the same token, if the Dolphins, you know, jump on this one and win it, it really, the schedule opens the up and it's like, hey, this is the team we're chasing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I like that, uh, you know, probably one of the better games of the weekend, I'd imagine. Yeah. Any other NFL uh, storylines you've been... Uh, just the, the dumpster fire that the Jets are. I mean, and, and it's, you know, they've got unhappy players everywhere. The tr- the coach, by rowing with Zach Wilson, is losing the trust of the rest of the roster, yeah. which is extremely dangerous to, for his sustainability. Now, you look at Aaron Rodgers coming off of an injury. My immediate reaction was that he would certainly come back. Yeah. That he would not, as, as the, you know, as the great professional that he is, would not want to go out on an injury. He'd want to go out playing. But if, if this Jets situation doesn't get better, like he might be looking at that saying, I don't want to come back to this. <laughs> you know, and it, it, it's it's a shame because they have some young talent on the team. They have some intriguing pieces. And when you don't have a quarterback that can play at all, it all looks bad. It just all looks bad. Yeah, I mean, and, and when I mean, when we say at all, I mean, just at all, man. And it's 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 almost as tough as like you feel bad for him a little bit, 
Yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, and you and you were kind of somewhat invested because you watched the uh, HBO the Hard Knocks. Yeah, the Hard Knocks. Yeah, and, I, and you, I thought, you you go to like you grow to like some of these players, and you're like, oh, these guys might have a legitimate shot here to do yeah, something. Yeah, special, and it's just not the case. And um, yeah, I mean that's a that's a dominant storyline just because it's like okay, you have the coach coming out and he's taking the quarterbacks back every week. Maybe that's something he has to do. Or maybe he should take the Doc Rivers route and just say, hey, this guy's really not the answer. <laughs> who I, knows I, who is right? I don't know. But I, here, here's one of the things. like, as, as a coach, your credibility is important. And if you continue to back the wrong guys, you erode that credibility. Mm-hmm. And, you know, suddenly you're standing in front of that team and nobody gives a damn. Yeah. That's what you, you know, he's got to be concerned about. And you got to, you know, he's, here's the thing. He's there day to day. We're not. But, but like, there's not a lot of signals on the outside that are saying the Jets have circled the wagons around Zach Wilson and they're going to fight their ass off for him. Right. And, you know, you got to react to that. You can't just, you know, go down with that ship. I mean, you don't want to, uh, to bury yourself with Zach Wilson. Yeah. You know, I, I think you need to get off. Uh, but, uh, another uh, like uh, storyline I've been, and it's kind of I guess storylines, are just guys that I guess we expected to come out and have really good seasons. They just been struggling as themselves and as teams. So like Lamar Team struggle bus. Like yeah, like Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. They had high expectations. Um, they actually and and also they lost me my parlay last week. Yeah, sixteen <laughs> parlay. The only team that didn't fucking cover against a sorry team, and you had just. Thousands of chances. I mean, this is a game that went to overtime, and they lost to the Colts, right, on a late field goal. A Colts without Anthony Richardson, and 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 you're just watching this game. And time after time, the defense is getting Lamar the ball back. All you need is three points. You only fucking need three points, and they're getting the ball back. I mean, at least no lie, seven times, seven yeah. times you you get the ball and can't do anything with it. Yeah, and um, you got you have Trevor Lawrence. He's kind of been disappointing this I was, year. I've, I've watched the, the Jags. My, my son Cameron's become a Jags fan, so I've yeah. watched them, and they have looked poor. Right. Um, and they're they, again, they look like a team that like you could just see, like you can feel the trust eroding. Like yeah. they're not, you know, they can't get stops when they need them offensively. When they do get chances to do something, you know, they're three and out or they're not finishing a drive. It, it's really all bad right now in Jacksonville as well. Uh, Minnesota Vikings. You just think after last year, yeah. they had a, a great run, and then a um, you know I think what they had that one good playoff game, and then they go out. But you you look to build off of that in this next year. They're zero and three. You know, Kirk is. If you look at the numbers, Kirk is really the best quarterback in the league. I mean, he has the <laughs> uh, seriously quarterback rating, touchdown to interception ratio. But guess what? The three interceptions he has are all fourth quarter red zone interceptions. You lose the game. Taking points off the board. You're zero and three. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that's that's the, for the stat watchers. That's the thing you have to watch these games because yeah, he, he's he's been awesome and and he's the he's your fantasy guy that you want and that's great. But man, fourth quarter red zone interceptions. He's done it every single game. And they're zero and three. Yeah. Um, and the hey, Cowboys hey. losing to the fucking Cardinals. <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. Did you see the Josh Dobbs thing? Uh, I mean, I watched the game, but he made no, some type no, of so, comment. Yeah. No. No. Okay. So um, he's been a starting quarterback. Yeah. He's played pretty well. Yeah. Coming off a nice win, he goes to the uh, Cardinal store on the the 
the facility and he goes to buy a custom jersey and if you go to like a computer's kiosk and you punch in the jersey the size the number and the name and he wasn't even listed on the roster on the computer kiosk <laughs> yeah and he filmed it and so it's like he posted it on instagram it was hysterical he just won a game over to cowboys he can't even buy his own shirt <laughs> like like there's not a secret the cardinals are tanking I mean, they, they, you know, they got Dobbs in there just to hold up space from a front office standpoint. And like you said, they've been playing pretty well. I mean, they're one in three when you look at it. But even the two games they lost, they lost by, what, three points here, four points the other game. Like, they've been very competitive in those games. Then yeah. you come out and you come out come out of those two competitive games and, and, and they play, they put everything together in this one game against the Cowboys and win. And it's like, I, I you know, I, I don't know what they're going to do there. But, um... That's good. Now, you know, you string some wins together. Maybe you try to rush, uh, you know, you start a quarterback back. Who knows? What is there a timetable on Kyler coming back at this point? It's supposed anything. to be like midpoint in the season. He should oh, really? be eligible. Okay. But what they're saying is, you know, if they're whatever, one and eight at that time or two and whatever. Two they and might six, just shut him down for the year. just shut him down for the year. And, and you know, you, if you get a top pick, you either, you either replace him or you trade the pick, whatever. Yeah. You have to replace him, I think. You get a top two, top two. But let's see what Josh does the rest you, of the season. What, so what do you, we, we got? Uh, Caleb would be the guy. Yeah, but there's there's a couple of guys. <laughs> Who else though? Oh, uh, you got Caleb. Uh, uh, the Tennessee guy gets a lot of reviews. I know he, he, he Milton. whatever. Yeah, he's a massive physical talent, but I, I don't think he's put it all together. Right. I don't think he's gonna be uh, great. May but not I, be great. He'll probably be. But, but he's going to get a high grade. You know, he'll, he'll he's, he'll he's probably one of those combine guys. Well, he'll probably in. he'll probably be a little bit like AR fifteen. Okay. Like in terms of he'll probably wow people with That's his arm saying. and tools, yeah. and maybe that'll get him up in that discussion. Yeah. He doesn't. I. I, mean, I he's not like a unathletic guy, but he doesn't not have a Richardson's no, no, speed no, no, no. and. It's and all. That it's sort arm of stuff. talent. It's, it's arm. Yeah, talent. crazy arm talent. Yeah. yeah. Um. So and there's know. a couple other guys. I'm not a Bo Nix guy, but he's going to be he's going to be up either. there. Uh, you know, yeah. it's going to be a few Go guys. Go ahead and up take there. Bo Nix. Yeah, <laughs> not take him me. off the board. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I'm not interested. I was trying to think though, who else is kind of up in that mix? Oh, my, uh, Penix in, the, in Washington. Yeah, yeah, that's another him, guy. Him, he's him. putting up great numbers. He probably would go number two, like so. As quarterback, be in the mix. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Like he's a guy I don't know too much about in the yeah. sense that like I hear his name a lot though. I, no, he's extremely productive, but I I don't know too much about like his his uh, kind of attributes as far as like how he might be in a combine setting, and those sort of things. I don't know if he'll show well in that. Yeah, but that yeah, but again, he's on his way to putting up astounding numbers, so that tells a lot of the story. But uh, again, uh, I'll, I just don't know too much about how he's you know as a as a physical talent combine type talent how that'll show. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So we'll see how this how this week. Um, and the funny thing out. is, is like as of right now, you have Oregon, Washington, and USC all undefeated. Colorado, you know, is obviously three and one, and 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 a big part of the story in. A Pac-12 conference that's going defunct. It's going, yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's yeah. like they have some positive things going on, and, yeah. and here this is basically the last year of the conference yeah, as like yeah. uh, as we know it. Probably the healthiest the conference been in in, in a while. In yeah, a while. it's kind of a crazy story. To me, <laughs> that when you look at that it, from it's like, that man, did we make the right decision here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, but it is. It's one of like there's these other commercial forces that are driving college football. Yeah, you know. And again, it's like. 
you look, you know, and you kind of like look at all this stuff, and it's like, um, you know, if those guys are going to like the Big Ten, you know, now you're going to have like the the time like those Pac-10 games. A lot of them start at ten, ten thirty at night. You know, are they going to continue to do that, or are they going to have to, you know, obviously if you have USC going to play Ohio State. At Ohio State, you're going to have a 12 or 3.30 or whatever. But when it's going the other way, like you have Ohio State going out to play Oregon or whatever, like what are we doing with that? Is that going to now be a 10.30 p.m. game? Are they going to, you know, jigger it for TV to get it at, you know, at 8 o'clock or 7.30? Like all that becomes, you know, concerns. No, for sure. And how to handle things. Yeah. But uh, I don't like that aspect of college football. I really don't. I, and I'm not like a conference traditionalist. Honestly, I, I, I'd almost prefer if you kind of created Division One football and capped it at basically 50 teams or 45 teams that are just, you know, that are the best, the most commercially viable and create a schedule and play that way. I'm not all about having these conferences. But but the the fluidity of it and the, and the way that that kind of like – forces its hand on it stuff kind of get like. in the way of yeah because the reality is what like if you just had let's just say we had a 45 team division one championship series and you'd still basically just go geography for most of your matchups yeah you know, whether you'd cre- you know, create divisions or whatever like you have in the nfl like you that's the model you'd have your east or west or north or south and that's what you would do you'd cluster those teams and they'd kind of play each other divisionally and you'd have some cross division matchups which is fine but like you know now you have division rivals like you know florida state maybe going to the big 10 and you know michigan's now your big rival. you gotta fool around with that yeah yeah i just don't like it i don't yeah. like that but, most definitely most definitely all right well i had one more little trending thing to get to before we ended the show here yeah just a weird thing that came about it's really been going crazy on twitter i have no idea why but it's funny we like funny we do so they have this thing going on where it's uh boy math and girl math have you seen it no not at all so this is going haywire on twitter so i'm gonna read a couple of them it's basically it's ba- what is ba- what it's basically doing is like dissing the other gender all right that's basically what's going on so let me give you let me give you a few examples here read as many as i can so Whenever I start off with boy math, that's the woman. It's a woman talking. And if I start off with girl math, it's the boy talking. Okay. okay. So you'll get it. Okay. Boy math is raising three pit bulls instead of one child. Okay. Okay. Uh, boy math is opening up your marriage so you can fuck around, then get mad because your wife is getting slammed while you severely o- overestimated your market value. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Boy math is being afraid of gold diggers when you only have three pairs of socks to your name. <laughs> that is, I like, it. I like it. Boy math is not being able to sustain a single healthy relationship and thinking that you can handle multiple by being poly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now here goes some, uh, some, okay, girl math is going on vacation with eight friends and coming back with three. <laughs> like what happened to the other friends? Girl math is having a man that's taller, richer, older, stronger, and smarter while claiming to be his equal. <laughs> Girl math is fucking 25 men, meet the 26th man, tell him no sex before marriage, then expect him to stay and be fully committed to the relationship. 
Bubba, that speaks to you. Yeah, <laughs> Did you write that one? <laughs> <laughs> it's speaking my language, man. Girl math is being a non-virgin and still feeling entitled to a big and expensive wedding. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That is. Girl math is having a long list of standards, um, but calling men misogynist and insecure for having just one. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. You got some good stuff, man. So basically, you just got to, like, it's not coming from a single Twitter source. You just fired up there with the hashtag. Yeah, you, you just go. fired up there with the hashtag. Okay, I liked go. it. They're I going, like it. They're going in, man. That is funny, though. They're speaking eternal truths. <laughs> it is. Like yeah. it's, it's like all comedy. Like if it's not rooted in some fundamental truth, it's not funny. But like you yeah. hear these and you're like, yeah, I've heard people say that exact I've heard thing. Say that, yeah. I've you know, or I've I've like talked to somebody who really believes that <laughs> or thinks that way. No, that's for sure. No, I like that. That's good stuff. Oh man. <laughs> I literally thought it was much more like boy and girl, like littler kids type stuff. <laughs> so uh, uh, we're we're going to the game Saturday. Yeah, I'll go we're to the game. Be there. Yeah, I was happy it was at eleven because it didn't really interrupt the college football schedule. Yeah, and we're off this week anyway, so by week early. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what the game. I think play. he likes to divide the season into into four game segments. Mm. It's kind of his thing. Let me see who the Gators play. I'm not sure. Are you? Do you know? I do not know. Not keeping up with the Joneses, huh? I never do. <laughs> no, it's just not my thing. I, I know who we play, and then then I I'm interested in like the next best game. We have Kentucky. Kentucky noon. Yeah. Not. I'm not a fan of. Um, so we have a huge game against Tennessee. Uh, we beat them. Nobody thinks we're gonna beat them. I didn't think we we're gonna beat them. Then we beat Tennessee, and then we we have we, then we get Charlotte the next game. Yeah, and really just barely beat them, twenty two to seven. I'm just I'm not excited about that. Coming yeah. off of a huge Tennessee win. I mean, if you look the other side of that is that's probably why he schedules the Charlotte game, yeah. because he feels yeah. if we do win this or if we get beat, there's gonna be an emotional tax to pay anyway yeah so let's not have like a murderer's row opponent but i get that but if you look at the other side of that like we have what we knew you know win or loss was going to be a big emotional game with clemson and then we scheduled the bye week week. you know so we get we get a you know a a thing but i do think he has a theory where it's like you you want to play like little four game seasons and then kind of okay we got to this part four no we get a week off. Let's refocus. Let's tighten up what what we're slacking in, you know. Get a little healthier and then play the next four games and see where we're at. No, that's for sure. So, I, I, in theory, I like that. Yeah, but uh, in theory, yeah. I like mo- most of what Norvell's doing. So I can't can't dispute too much of that. No, you can't. But that was a mind numbing game against Clemson. Like we <laughs> we struggled to get them off the field. Like they didn't like. They didn't dominate us, but like it was one of those things where that they outgained us in yardage. But then when you looked at it, it was like they ran seventy nine offensive plays and we ran fifty seven, mm. and so we didn't have a lot of offensive rhythm, a lot of you know any of that. We didn't run the ball particularly well, which kind of kept our possession short. And then they like their running game wasn't like gashing us, but it was doing enough. And they'd have these longer drives and really just kind of created a very out of rhythm game for us that we were in the hole most of the way. It didn't lead to overtime. I'm looking for you guys' uh, schedule. Have you been paying? Virginia Tech is the next game after the bye. 
Have you been paying attention to Miami at all? You know that's on no. the horizon. No. Like at all, at all? No. So so Miami, uh, let's see what they've been doing. So, they, of course, they're they're 4-0. Uh, they actually have a bye week as well. They're trying to match you guys, man. They're they're matching bye week. <laughs> well, I, I watched, I watched the majority of the Texas A&M game, which I thought was a significant game. Yeah. And they, they played well and they won. Yeah. You know, um, very disappointed in Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> and uh, that's what it was. So, um, but to me, the the other opponents they played are are dog shit central yeah, yeah, and yeah. dog shit state. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Um, you know who cares? Well, I mean, you know, give, give Bethune a little credit. <laughs> but yeah, um, dog shit Western University. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you want me to say? Yeah, yeah, Temple and Miami of Ohio. Yeah, like, um, and so their their schedule is backloaded with with those with some guys, you know, uh, with you guys, but really. It's really a fa- I mean, I, I I feel like you guys are play are playing tougher people. I know. I mean, they have the same Clemson that you guys play. Yeah, of course, they have that run. But let me see. For some reason, do they have North Carolina and Duke? They have North Carolina. They don't have Duke. Okay, North Carolina's not bad. Um, so okay, they so that's the swap. You guys get Duke. They get North Carolina. You guys don't play both. Okay. Um. Uh, but you guys, I guess the, the Florida, the Gators, you got you throw that in there. They don't play the Gators. Yeah. And outside of that, it's just a very similar schedule. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, who knows who's better out of Duke in North Carolina? But yeah, uh, I, 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 the reason why I ask those two teams, I, I do think those both of those teams are decent. Duke and North Carolina. Yeah, that's yeah. another. I don't know if he's going to go in the drafting, but uh, Drake May at North Carolina is a highly one. regarded guy. He's another one. Um, and probably would be in some sort of first round contention should he decide to go out. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, then then Duke has like, they have kind of one of those like running pass quarterbacks. Yeah. Kind of that like an athletic white guy who uh, is pretty good and hadn't made some plays against Clemson. So I think those two teams are decent. So next week we're doing a Tuesday show on the Biz Podcast doing a Tuesday show, and we have um. Kevin, who's been on the show before, and Paula, both have been on the show before, just not Separately, together. Separately, but they're joining forces. Right, right. So Kevin, of course, is a boxer. He's all, he also um, opened the Mayweather Fit Gym. I'm not sure. Is, is he still a part of that? We don't have to ask and find out. Because I haven't seen a lot of posts from him about yeah. that recently. I think he's really been locked in on, to, the, to on boxing. furthering his pro career. Yeah, yeah, pro boxing. When we so. first had him on the show, he was preparing for his first pro fight which he actually lost yeah but he's reeled off a couple of wins since then and it's you know kind of getting some traction exactly exactly and of course uh uh paula is in the corner cleaning up the guys <laughs> and uh she's just she has i'm a, sure she's gonna appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> well she's not handing him a warm rag <laughs> <laughs> Paula, uh, no. When she when she appeared previously, uh, she had written a book. Yes, and uh, about uh, you know uh, foster kids and the foster system and stuff like that. But she's uh, a nurse by education, but has really gotten into uh, being in the boxing and and as a uh, wrapping glo- hands for gloves and also is according to her a certified cut woman. There you go. So when you're in the corner during a fight and somebody gets cut. She's trained to kind of deal with that, and yeah. you know, as as best you can in a in a fighting situation. Yeah, because mostly you see the men, the cut men. But she's she's she she's, said there's a few. I was curious about that. We could ask a little bit yeah, more. I yeah, said, like, I've never you seen like a, a woman. Yeah. unicorn being a woman cut specialist, and she goes, "There's a few, but definitely the majority are guys." I don't. I mean, to be fair, I don't watch a lot of boxing. The Crawford fight not so long ago was the first fight I watched. Like 
possibly in a couple of years. Mm. And uh, but but in saying that, I don't watch a lot of boxing, but I can't ever remember seeing a woman in a corner no. in any capacity. I'm similar to you. I probably watch a little bit more boxing. I watch all of the big fights. My dad is a fucking humongous boxing fan. Him and his best friend. Yeah. So I'm always around it, watching it. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And I I, I don't think I've ever seen one. Yeah. Outside of uh Paul and, uh, and and trying to keep up and watch the Kevin fights and things like that. Now. We're moving it to Tuesday because I'm going to Miami Carnival. <laughs> yes. My second year. I'm a uh, second year veteran. And a last year. engagement. Last year was so awesome. I'm tacking on three days. So and, how are you going to uh, be down there? So I'm going to be down there from what? Wednesday to Monday. Wednesday to Monday. Yeah. The, the well, This being your second year, like what, what did you learn in year one that will have you better prepared for year two? You you don't want to load yourself up. So what? But so Miami, the Carnival Carnival is on Sunday. So Carnival is, is you know, um, and it, I put it in layman's terms for people because I know they've probably seen it on social media and things. But that's when the people dress up and they go out and celebrate. Um, you know, and, and it's, that's actually on Sunday at the fairgrounds. And um, but around the carnival are what they call fets. And they're like pretty much every day, and there are a ton of them. So what you don't want to do is you don't want to load yourself up with fets, and all fets are parties. They're just they're just they're basically just parties. They just call them fets, and um, you don't want to load yourself up because they're like whatever. They're like eight to ten of them going per day around the city, different ones, and they're all similar time frames. And people try to get to all of them or a lot of them in each day. So I want to slow down, maybe go to one or two, because you're tire yourself out, and you've already spent money on tickets, and you just say, "Fuck it, I'm not gonna go to that one." You've already spent eighty dollars on this ticket, and you're just not gonna go because you prepay for each of the feds. It's best to prepay, okay, right? Because they, they, you know, there'll be eighty now, but there'll be like one fifty at the door, one forty. So you got to, so you got to be selective then. You should be okay, and that's what I'm going to be this year. Okay, versus last year when I wasn't, and um, (laughs) just prepaid for every fed in town. You also want to. You want to be, you you don't you don't want to go, so you know it's a ton of people. It's a lot of lot a lot of people. You don't want to. It's it's a lot of opportunity out there, and you kind of want to. You don't want to like uh, overexert yourself. You don't want to. It's a lot of coochie to be had out there. Okay, and you kind of <laughs> want to, you know, stay calm and go out stay there and calm. be for the. Go for the right reasons. What are the right reasons? <laughs> what do you mean by that? Uh, you want to go and you want to celebrate Caribbean and African culture. You know, that's what I want to go out there and do. I don't want to go out there and, and free my penis out. And well, what's the, the downside in that? I'm not following. <laughs> I think that was a real question. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. I mean, you, you just, you know. You're being real cryptic here. I mean, I'm not like, being cryptic. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm, are I'm you trying, trying to, to say you only have so many rounds in the gun? No, no. I just. <laughs> you don't want to be tapped out by Thursday afternoon. No, I just don't want it. These are stranger people, strangers. You know, I, I don't. You know, kind of. You know, you might find those A's you're looking for. I <laughs> <laughs> might find those A's you're looking for. Man. <laughs> you know, and last time I may or may not have, you know, found myself. You know, when because when, when if you go with the intention like I gotta get something, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, then you might end up with a you know two hundred and sixty pound bear at the end of the night. <laughs> you know, just, just <laughs> you know. So really, what you're trying to say is have a good time, but don't lower your standards. 
whatever those standards might be. <laughs> That's a part of it, I guess. That's a part of it. But no, I'm going out there, celebrate my Ghana heritage. All right. And uh, and just, you know, what I love I love the Caribbean culture, man. Yeah. A lot of the Haitians are going to be out there. And even Virgin Islands, shout out to TC. They're going to be what, out there. Um, the whole carnival concept, like, what country is, like, responsible for, for originating that? <laughs> if you ask 10 people from 10 different countries, they're all going to give you a different one. Okay. Um, Everyone's claiming I, it. Yeah, everybody's going to claim it. Uh, you know, I, I always go to Trinidad um, for that answer, you know, so yeah. I, 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 and I'll stay there. Um, but while, um, weirdly enough, Spain can have a something to say about that as well. But, you know, Brazil as well, no? Because the slave ships, that's, you know, one of the first places they actually went to, you know. Um, So not 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 a, you know, we don't have a ton of Caribbean uh, people from, you know, Spain and Brazil here um, in in this area. And and also they're not well represented either at these uh, carnivals and stuff like that. So that's another uh, uh, interesting thing there. But, yeah. So, yeah. That's the answer, my answer to that. All right, Bubba, we wish you a good time and come back safe and childless. Yeah, man, it should uh, have some stories. I hope so. Yeah. Don't let us down. (laughs) All right, on the bench next week. We're out Tuesday. That's right.